0: Hey guys, welcome back to CORE. This is CORE. It's a podcast. We talk about video games. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger. And uh, once again today, uh, we're back at it. It's Wednesday, uh, May 29th of the 2019. No, wait, is that right? Yeah, 29th. Month's almost over is what I'm getting at.
2: 2919. Yeah. A little
3: five in there.
0: If there was ever a time to support our Patreon, it's right now, because the month's about to end. You're going to miss out on the rad... <laughs> Stuff happening in May. <laughs>
3: Gotta get your payment in before we charge those cards. You got two right. days left.
0: Get in <laughs> there now. <laughs> get in there it's now. important because yep. then we get your money. Yep. And then June's right all up in it. And then you're like, oh, I'll just put it off till the end of June. And then we're in the same mistake. We've got the same problem. So now would be the time. Hey, uh, I don't want to start the show with a commercial, basically, for our uh, support thing. Instead, let's talk about video games. There's a lot going on. Uh, E3 is like a mere, what, two weeks away? Two weeks, I it's think. Two-ish. Two weeks in a or no. Two weeks minus a day, I think. I think technically yeah. it will have begun in earnest. Oh no, that's not true. Doesn't it I start... don't
1: know. It's all messed up this year. Yeah,
0: everything's really weird. And like every year, everyone always says, Hey, are you and Dunaway from the boop show and, and John and whoever else is gonna be and Patrick, everybody gonna do coverage again this year? I mean, I'm planning on it, but I don't really know kind of what's going on yet. We don't even have Sony at this damn thing.
1: Right. So and the amount of press conferences is going to be significantly lowered. Some of the things are not actually press conferences, so you look at it and you go, Oh, EA's doing a thing, but then you get into the fine print and it's all no, they're just having a thing where people yeah. are playing stuff and they're gonna probably throw a trailer on the internet for people to look at. So uh there'll be stuff. I mean, you know, uh Microsoft is gonna have their show, mm-hmm. uh Google's no doing Sony. a thing you got Google. Nintendo's doing their thing yeah is the is the PC gaming show coming back? <laughs> I
0: don't know I haven't heard confirmation on whether the PC gaming show is happening again this year or if that's well oh, uh, I
1: think I saw a lineup
3: for that did you
0: okay yeah yeah is uh, day nine doing the thing again
3: I don't know I don't remember I just thought I saw a list of an article with a list of games on there seems about right I mean it was okay last year it wasn't the worst thing I'd ever seen
1: Sometimes the ones that should be put out to pasture stick around, (laughs) (laughs) they linger. I mean, that thing has problems, but
0: I just like to say every year that they're never day nine's problems. He's just hired to host
1: the night. No, I like day nine a lot, and uh, he does a fine job Mm -hmm. with a show that's existence is questionable.
3: Yeah, it's not Uh, his June 10th at 10 a.m. Oh. It's happening. Ten, is that a Wednesday, by the way? Sean Plot is coming back. Okay. And there'll be Frankie Ward. <laughs> oh, uh, he has a co-host. or a, Oh, he did last year. I had
0: like a little off-camera. Uh, uh,
3: Frankie Ward buddy. is an award-winning esports and gaming host who brings her trademark combination of wit and knowledge to every desk or stage she appears on. Yes.
0: Yeah. He would say to her, well, that was quite a game, wasn't it? And then she'd be in another place going, it sure was, day nine. Anyway, coming up next, it was like that
1: i'm in the balcony with video games
0: yep i have video games all around me uh yeah anyway there's big stuff this year we know that already but a lot of it's stuff we know like Cyberpunk. oh no
3: what 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 so there uh, there's a section on their web page that says our sponsors oh and then it says presenting sponsor epic games and it's a really large logo <laughs> epic games store
2: uh-oh. and then there's
3: small logos underneath it for like paradox and funcom and frontier but the epic game store is a big logo
0: it's probably yeah. their main thing that instead one. of amd this time because amd was always their big sponsor before
3: i've uh, yeah, not seeing any amd i guess we need some of that ep- uh, epic money they're giving away to everybody yep yeah,
2: they're
1: out see a lot of and this will be an epic store exclusive for the per- first uh six months
0: <laughs> and then day nine will go do you hear that frankie First, I sure did. I Up sure in did. The balcony with games.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: well, anyway, there's a lot to look forward to. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. That's a thing. Yeah, they'll be showing some more uh, footage from it, so I'm excited. Yep, not coming out this year though. Um, sadly, fun. but that's fine. I can wait till 2020 or whatever it is
3: they're doing. Release it when it's done. CD Projekt Red. Yeah, we'll
0: wait. Just do it in my lifetime. I mean, that's all I'm really saying. <laughs> Let's um, do it. You got. I mean, you're uh, getting Death Stranding, so Yes, I am getting Death Stranding. Turns out I'm getting it in November. <laughs> I saw your tweet. <laughs> yeah. I, I had just done I had just done an uh, a freaking tweet joking about how we're never going to hear about that release date. And then You'll three days 90. later, there it is. Yeah. So it's happening now. But we're going to get we're going to get Google's uh freaking uh what's it called? Stadia uh, Stadia thing. They're gonna talk mm-hmm. more about that. You mentioned Microsoft and whatever their plans are gonna be um sony and nintendo are doing video stuff i don't know when that's scheduled for but that's all happening and uh but no big ea conference no big let's see i think maybe ubisoft is still doing one
1: yeah i think they are there
0: was another major one that stepped down outside of sony and i can't remember who it was crap
1: is square still doing theirs they they tend to do a a little thing i think they are i think they said the uh marvel's avengers thing was going to be
0: oh right there. but that may be at like microsoft show or something i don't know if it's yeah. their own show but it could be their own show but regardless whatever it is and however it lays out we're going to try to do a bunch of our fun coverage we do every year and this year the files will be posted on the boop show and core because spreading the love around um so that'll be fun but let's talk about death Stranding for a minute we have an official um a release date for this thing actually we should probably talk about it later I kind of want to get to it because it's so freaking weird, but we Let's have this. Ma-
3: we can do the other one. All later, right. we'll,
0: sli- I, we'll switch I, this around. I know around.
1: the guy whose show this is, and I think he's probably be
3: okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with it. All right. All right. Bo's okay? All right. This, <laughs>
0: the CEO has signed off, everybody. So now this. We'll switch around a little bit. Death Stranding coming to the PlayStation 4 this November. I really wish this was a PC announcement as well, but it's not. Um. He got a lot of money from Sony, so I, I think that's the uh, the deal. Uh, their previous game, what was it? Metal Gear Solid... No, Metal Five. Metal Gear 5, The Reckoning. What was it called?
1: It was called Metal Gear Solid 5.
0: It had some other part of the name, though. The some, Phantom Pain? The Yes, yeah. the Phantom Pain. Uh, that was a but PC... But only if
1: you say it exactly like that. <laughs> the Phantom Pain. The Phantom Pain.
0: <laughs> that thing showed up on... Everything, including the PC, and the PC version was great. Like, really, really well-optimized and played beautifully and all that. So I'm, I'm bummed out about this because I would prefer these kinds of games on a PC. But it appears, at least for now, this will be a PlayStation 4 launch only in November. And they put out a new trailer today. Now, I think it's fair to say that that was the weirdest frickin' thing I've seen since the last time they put out a trailer for this game.
3: Um, I really like the Phantom Pain's trailer. I never played the game, but I just love that trailer a lot. It was just the trailer was great. But trailer, was, it's just it's biz- it's not like other trailers that are like oh oh oh, 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 oh 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 and it's just like all this like exciting super CGI. It's just like it's people saying stuff and yeah. pictures of them just like looking weird, making faces. Yeah, they do that. And it's long, they're long. Yeah. But it's not like an Overwatch mini cinematic. That's a short. It's disjointed and trailery, but it's just long. I love it. Yeah.
0: No, his his style of trailer making is freaking weird. And these these Death Stranding trailers are the same bag. They're they're elongated in strange ways. Uh, they feel like they have about three endings to them. Um. Yeah. The the title card comes way late, but then you realize it's actually not that late because the trailer is longer than you thought it would go. Um, it's
3: eight minutes.
0: Yeah. And it's okay. Like, and it's not anyone's... And nobody's complaining. Like, we, I want to see all there is to see about this psycho brain fart. No, that is. The,
3: the incredible thing is I still have no idea what it's about. <laughs> like, the TLDR on this trailer is, oh, an eight-minute trailer. I'll figure out what this game's about. It's like, nope. I mean, let's... Managed to put eight minutes of video and not still give you a sense of what it might be. Here's my, here's my overarching theory.
0: And but it's not going to be very detailed because I don't know what the nitty-gritty is. But my sense is the world's gone to crap. Why? The dead are, are somehow able to come back and breach reality and um, come back and haunt or hurt people. Uh, and And more than just zombies or ghosts, it's something more than that that they're trying to portray here. But I think that's the general idea. And I think those babies in the tank... In fact, they even had a name for him in this new trailer and I forgot to write it down. BB. BB. BB? Yeah. BB.
1: Yeah. Because the collector's BB. edition comes with a BB statue, and that's the little baby in the bottle.
0: But it stands for Oh, Bridge Baby. That's what it is. Bridge Baby. The yeah. BB stands for Bridge Baby. And a Bridge Baby. <laughs> I think is a is a way for him and them. To sense the other side because the baby is fresh. Oh, even even descends a place called
3: Bridges. Yes,
0: he does. It's yeah. like a company. It's like uh, uh, the the portal company sort of mm. idea. It's this place called Bridges, whatever that is. But uh, and they got logos everywhere. But I think he carries that baby around because that baby senses. And when you have one of those, it's your way of being able to sense the other side more clearly, and then do something about it, fight them, whatever you got to do. And he does some of that. And the best I can tell is it's the baby that does that, that helps them do that. It makes them more sensitive to the other side. Mads Mickelson, I think, is from the other side and figure out figure out a way to retake his flesh and be a be a dude again, but he'll be a psycho and a horrible guy
3: in it. Uh uh-huh. but it also seems like in certain points of the trailer you're from the perspective of the bridge baby. Yeah. And it's Mads talking to you like, Hello, little bridge baby. Someday you will go to the moon. And then he starts singing, oh, he, hi, ho, oh, hi, ho, whatever he sings. And I'm like, what is going on
2: in this trailer?
3: <laughs> it's very odd. It's very odd. So I don't know
0: what to make of it either, but I, but I am starting to feel like a theme is, a, is, is, is coming out of this. Like there's this president, she's in a bed and dying apparently. And Norman Reedus is being all Norman Reedus in there and, you know, talking shit. And she says, yeah, ah, we
1: president of Jack shit or whatever. Yeah. Says. <laughs> she says, yeah, you're
0: president of Jack shit. And she says, no, it matters. America has to be fixed or whatever. So it sounds like the country is just, you know, devastated by whatever this breach is to the other side. And so this is the first time I've actually kind of sensed that, okay, I can kind of see a structure happening. It's still weird. And the details are, 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 are few, but I'm I'm getting a better overall murky picture of what maybe that game is. Mechanically, I, just, I don't know. Mechanically I, just I can't. I want to point
1: tell. out to you, Scott, yeah, that his last game, yeah, Metal Gear Solid Five, yeah. was about a language virus. <laughs> so any attempt to try to discern what that game might be about, you might you might wind up still being surprised. No, you're totally yeah.
0: right. And that's kind of what I love about it is there's no way of knowing yet and it will come off and some of it i guarantee you this you'll be playing this game in november and you'll be playing parts of it going this is the dumbest thing i've ever seen and then a minute later you're going to go that's the most profound thing i've ever witnessed and then you'll have another dumb moment and then you'll have another profound moment and it's going to be a mix of those things and you're never really going to be totally sure what's going on and the reddit thing is going to be 60 miles long with theories
2: and i can't wait
0: i love this aspect of gaming i wish there was more stuff like this from people like kojima
3: it's never been enough for me so so yeah man like there's also just this weird adheres, adherence to like realism yeah because he's got that it looks like your character will travel with a giant trunk on his back for mm-hmm. all the equipment as a first in gaming history to be like hey, here's your what your actual inventory looks like is <laughs> a massive trunk on your back that he's got strapped to himself yeah and and at one point he like he doesn't have a weapon so he picks up a briefcase and hits somebody with it He just like picks a briefcase off
2: the ground <laughs>
3: Yeah, you can't just unsheath weapons from magical space. You have to pick up actual items. But the ladder, like it's a trailer. No, I know. And then at one point he's like, Doo, do, do get out the ladder, <laughs> do, 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 put the ladder disc. Look, check out the sweet ladder tech, and also the sweet climbing poles <laughs> that you can hammer into the ground, <laughs> like right at the top, explosive open yeah. ladders.
0: Yeah, no, the, that's the only mechanics that they've shown in this game, and so we knew you could move a character around. And that's about all we knew from the previous stuff. In this one, it's like (coughs) he's got some kind of cool Tron menu that comes up, and he can choose items from it. He chooses a ladder, climb a place he can't get to normally. But we don't know why does he need to do this traversal because there's something in the way. Is it um, something intrinsic to the game? Like the gameplay is a complete mystery to me. I don't know what they're doing in there yet. Um, But if they're this close to release, that stuff's all got to be fleshed out by now. Um, But count on this. You'll be playing parts of it, guaranteed. There'll be parts of it where you input controller moves and he will respond on screen. But I'll bet you a gigantic part of this game is the craziest cutscenes you've ever seen. That's what I think it's going to be. Yeah. So I think I'm fine with it. I
1: mean, he's well known for it. He he was the first person that ever told you, hey, you want to spend 30 minutes watching the end of Metal Gear Solid 2? And you were like, I... Yes, I I mean, I came this far, I guess I should. Yeah. Uh he's responsible for one of the like worst days of school I ever had. Oh, do tell.
0: Life. I need to hear this story. How was that?
1: So, you know, back then around the Metal Gear Solid 2 days, it cutscenes were not generally really long. Right. And I was hooked on Metal Gear Solid 2 like so many people were. I was playing it. I was playing it perhaps a little later than I should have been playing it to begin with. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to finish this fight, wrap it up, call it a night. And then it goes on to be like a 30 minute cutscene, five minutes of gameplay. And then like another 30 minute cutscene. Next thing I know, it's like three in the morning and it's like, Oh, you got to get up for school in a couple hours. <laughs> I was like the next day I was just, uh, what yeah. happened, John? I was playing Metal Gear Solid 2, and that game won't stop showing me cutscenes or Kodak calls.
0: Yeah. I had a 18-month-old 18, 18 then, uh, and he just sat in my lap and stared at the screen, and I played with him almost that whole game. Uh, that's probably what's wrong with him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> was it awkward for him when you were running around as riding, holding his junk?
0: No, my gosh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Why was he holding his junk? See, there's so many... He
1: he, he was naked.
0: So many weird questions I have about everything Kojima ever has done. And then
1: Colonel Campbell would call you and talk to you about the space aliens.
0: Even like the original Metal Gear Solid on PlayStation 1, and maybe even the stuff, the the NES, like original Metal Gear games. They're all weird. They're so weird. And parts of them are rooted in reality. And I suspect the Death Stranding will have some of that where, uh, like Bo alluded to, there's an adherence to um, realism in a, in a funky way, like that giant thing on his back. Um, the detail and the hardware they're using, um, it, it's going to feel like a place that's you know you could be, it would exist, the technology could be a thing, and the people in it could be real. And they also look photoreal. obviously. We're mo-capping down to the freaking teeth on these people.
3: Yeah, how um, about the cast? Like a first time in a game trailer that it's like an actor... Call roll call. Oh yeah, I mean, there's other games like, with mean, lots of they're actors. They're actual but not like this. visual actors, but Troy Baker was in there. Yeah, looking like you Troy know, Baker, Troy ba- Troy ass Baker, wearing the thing. Uh, I mean, it could open up the the route for just video game actors. Right, right now, you know, voice actors are celebrated and known among certain communities like quite well. In fact, some of them. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool to see the future of video games be like there are video game performers that perform in video games. Well, and what's, not what's the
0: other one that's got it's like this with the faces. Um,
3: Noire. Noir,
0: no, 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 that well, yeah, that did, but that was different. But uh, the one I'm thinking of is, um, oh my gosh, the one that never comes out, Star Citizen. Uh, oh, oh yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, Gary Oldman, Mark Hamill, yeah, all Julia those guys, Anderson. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, and they
0: catch. all look just like their counterparts because they're again mo capping every freaking crevice on their faces. Um, yeah. but that's the other surprising thing. I knew about the Guillermo del Toro uh casting. And which I thought was kind of weird, but hey, whatever. He's a huge fan of Kojima, and plus, he's weird himself. So great, put all the weird people
3: in. That's fine. Um, also, the um, the Nicholas Winding Riffin. Yes, that guy. Have you seen his movies? Yes, he's About also Halo rising and
0: all that. Yeah, also weird, super weird actor. I like him though. But then up pops freaking Lindsay Wagner from the uh, the Bionic Woman. <laughs> why Why is Lindsay Wagner in this? That was a really weird one for me. Cause when I was a kid, I was like five or six years old. You know, my dad's watching bionic woman on CBS on you know, Friday night or whatever. Like, I can't imagine her. Like, is she just sitting at home going? Yeah. Tell Kojima I'll call him tomorrow. I think we have a deal. Like, I just can't imagine it. It's weird that she's in this, but fine. I think
1: wait, anybody was- raced to update their IMDB saying, <laughs> man, I can't wait to add that. I'm going to be playing die hard man uh in a a video game oh my god
3: die hard man looks so cool he's got that mask on i don't even know who he is i don't either but he has
0: two masks he's got one uh... (laughs) and then he takes it off and there's another one underneath it i like die hard man it's like it's like those guys that have the glasses with they have two pairs of sunglasses on he takes one off and the other one stays it's kind of annoying
3: but sure he's cool i like him no i'm good with die hard man he looks freaking awesome yeah also, his name is awesome. Shut up! It's like it's like it's like it's just one of those Kojima things. Like, let's spend a lot of money and put a lot of care into making a quality product, and let's spend two seconds coming up with a name for this guy. What's a tough sounding name? Die Hard Man. Like a five year old <laughs> came up with it. It's like, all right, we're going with that. Like, I'm just like,
2: yeah, but that's how sure. all it is.
0: it's always been that way. Like Solid Snake and Liquid Snake and all the Big snake names, Big Boss is so stupid.
1: So uh, Skullface was the villain in the last one. Guess what? Had yeah. a skull for a face. Yep. Who was? I imagine, uh, imagine that.
0: Who was six shooter Yosemite? I can't remember his real name. Ocel- oh, Ocelot. Revolver yeah, Revol- Ocelot. Revolver Ocelot. Revolver Ocelot. <laughs> The guy is a cowboy in this modern hoo ha, and his name is Revolver. For hell's sakes, like it's the silliest thing, and I love that. That's what I want. I'm, in fact, I'm a little bummed that the Norman Reedus character's name is simply just Sam. And that's it
3: boring yeah it should it should be called um luggage <laughs> yeah,
0: luggage <but> man
1: <laughs> it, it stands luggage. for solid action man so it's fine luggage <laughs> luggage
3: man <laughs> like i love it but it's like literally all the gameplay
1: it's like i got all this stuff i'm carrying around yeah. time travel is so hard it's, it's just like a watching a dad it. on christmas like yeah. well, we went- <laughs>
3: uh I mean, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I like that. It's like subversive. Everyone's like, we got to make a cool character, and you got to make sure his stuff looks cool when it's not equipped in sheath. And I mean, is like, he no, a, is is,
0: is Kojima a genius like we all think, or is he just a a, a a weird anomaly, and we we make too much of a deal out of it?
1: I think oh, it's no. a little of both, mm. honestly. Like, mm. I think I think he is. I think he's got some incredibly creative ideas. But I also think there is an element of he got away with it. Like he found a way to sneak this in early, yeah. and he's been grandfathered into like a weird creators club as mm-hmm. a result. Because anybody could come up with these ideas, right? In theory, but most people don't pursue them because they know there's no way in hell they can pitch it. I want to put a baby in a bottle and I want Die Hard man to be in there and I want and like if you went down that list you know nobody's going to say yes the only person who's going to get a yes to that is Kojima and part of it is because he's a genius but also part of it is he got in real early and now people are like I don't know I guess let him do his thing people be way into it. It's yeah. fine. We'll
3: I'm games. trying to picture what it might be like to go to BlizzCon and corner Jay and Brack and tell him this idea. So I've got this idea for a game. Okay, like just, let's hear this. Randomly, right? This is your elevator pitch. You're in the elevator. No, no, no I don't Brack. have an idea, but just say uh, I've got an g- idea about a game. It's mm-hmm. about a duck, and he <laughs> likes to, um, uh, tr- he has a tricycle, yeah, but the tricycle is secretly a portal to another dimension. Yeah. I don't know. Like what? I, I'm not. He's a genius. I can't think of. His yeah. Now we just like. we've
0: actually just proven that Ho- Kojima is a genius. No, I, I'm with you. Like it's a hard pitch, but because that guy has this reputation, it's almost like they'll just take the risk no matter what, throw all the money at it they need to, and they'll have a huge hit on their hands. Like this is going to be a giant seller. This is going to make a ton of money based purely on the the legend that is a Kojima game
3: he spent however many millions of the money to make this game and within the first two minutes his trailer has the most amazing graphics mocap performance and the gameplay focus you get a ladder yeah i that and people loved it that's
0: that's best we can tell you get a ladder that's super long too by the way that retractable (laughs) ladder is amazing
3: but, he, but look he, at how much he's wearing. I'm sorry, I'm just watching it now. Look at all the boxes this character has on him. I can't get... He's luggage man.
0: Yeah, no, he's luggage man. And he's in... Uh, um, Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, they've they've already sold out of the $200 collector's edition things that comes with a little baby statue and all that. That's done. So those yeah. are gone. Um, I assume regular pre-orders are through the roof, and it'll do extremely well. So uh, I'd like to say, take this opportunity to just say Konami is stupid. You guys... Uh, let the biggest fish go ever why would you do that Uh, you're a terrible company and you make pachinko machines now so f off that's what i would say to them Um, but then i would say your loss is the rest of our gain because now he's kind of unleashed he doesn't have to work in the same metal gear world he's been working in forever and he can make something truly unique and weird and i personally am all for this so they'll have my money on launch day i wish it was coming to pc i really wish that i'll i'll play it on my playstation that's fine but I know it will have the load times I wish it didn't have, and that's going to bug me. It's all about load times this generation, by the way, for me. That's yeah. the big bummer for me. It's mostly load times on on consoles. PCs, I don't experience them. They're just, things are loading. They put up, in fact, the frustrating. it's frustrating on the other end where there's a bunch of important tips on the screen, and I don't have time to read them because the world loads in too quickly. At least on the PlayStation 4, I can sit back and read, you know, the L1 button's going to do this for you, and... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it's weird. I'll, I'll get halfway through a, a tip on, uh, I don't know, like Assassin's Creed Origins and go, or um, Odyssey, rather, and just, it'll be gone. So it's like, well, whatever tip that was, I'm sure it was good, but we're off to the races here. Let's play.
1: Yeah, I remember that game having incredibly long load times back when I played on my old PC, and now it's loading in about 10 seconds. And yeah. It's like, oh, geez, we're ready to go. Yeah. Okay.
0: SSD, baby. Makes all yeah. the difference. Um. All right. So there's that. We don't have to talk about that weird thing anymore. I was going to play some of the trailer for the chat, but um, the other day YouTube um, blocked a TMS video because I played the Picard Star Trek trailer. I and saw that.
3: It, it was actually geolocked. I haven't seen it for...
0: Oh, really? Because it says here they won't show it anywhere. I don't know. But the reason they won't is they say that it's in violation of whatever. And two things come to mind. First of all, it's a trailer you're supposed to show trailers and it only benefits them if a whole bunch of people are are pimping your trailer because it's a trailer, right? And yep. not only that, people aren't even going to get your Picard show unless they pay up to sign up for the freaking CBS All Access because that's where it's going to reside. It's not regular TV. You would only benefit from me talking positively about your thing in front of 1,000 live people by letting me play your damn thing. I didn't even have audio with it and they still... Banned the entire video for about 10 seconds of video, whatever I played. And then wow, there are reaction videos. There are remixes. There are overdubs. There are all kinds of other things out there, including one where somebody took that whole sequence and turned it into a Viagra commercial
3: because it looks very <laughs> Viagra like he's out in the. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Builds. so I don't get the context. I heard you talk about it on TMS that it looks like a wine commercial for Napa Valley. Yeah. And I, like, I yeah. think
0: I even mentioned that and it, and, and great. That's a fun little parody. They're not blocked. Like, what am I? What? Why? What? A-holes. So if I put up this thing now of uh, Death Stranding, I'd probably get banned for that. So I'm not going to do it.
1: You it's know. like if somebody made a copy of your flyer for whatever it is you were selling and started handing them out of their own volition and you were like, no, 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 no. You're not our official flyer guy. <laughs> yeah. Shut this guy. Down. I don't I don't want people knowing about my stuff. What are you doing? <laughs>
3: Yeah.
0: It's
1: well really i
3: mean imagine dumb. all the cease and desist orders going out for the people who retweeted their trailer on twitter oh yeah i'm sure they're <laughs> very upset about that
0: i mean the bottom line is uh it's stupid youtube is run by robots and they're all uh poor they're all they have poor judgment these robots that run youtube they're bad absolutely. At being robots. all right absolutely let's uh get back over to the big topic today Gaming disorder has officially been recognized as a disease by the World Health Organization, the WHO, or the WHO.
1: The WHO? The well, ba- that band the really <laughs> went a long way in life. Who
2: are you? Who, do, 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 do. I really you? I really want
1: to know. Oh my
0: gosh, you're better out of it than me. Look at you go. Um, you should make some music. I, I miss bow music. You should make some music. You've Not made sure. music lately. It's a good. It's good for you to do a creative uh, music thing once in a while.
3: Uh, no, I mean I've been working on stuff, but it's yeah. Time is. Whoop.
0: Oh, time I is heard a, I heard a die. That's a good sign. I, know, of, I had a B twenty in my hand <laughs> and I dropped it. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> that's that's a good symbol of why you're so busy these days. Um. Yeah. Anyway, gaming disorder. This is uh, interesting. I'm going to tell you what they said, and then we can talk about it. The online and offline definitions. In the most recent ICD-11 article, which is put out by the World Health Organization, are essentially identical. Both are, quote, characterized by a pattern of persistent or recurring gaming behavior, unquote, with online gaming primarily conducted over the Internet and offline gaming obviously not. In both cases, the proposed disorder manifests in three ways, is what they're saying. Impaired control over gaming, i.e. onset, frequency, intensity, duration, termination, and context imagine somebody playing world of warcraft for 30 hours straight that's kind of right. what they're talking about uh increased priority given to gaming to the extent that the gaming takes precedence over other life interests and daily activities jobs sleep marriage kid raising that kind of stuff uh continuation of escalation of gaming despite the occurrence of negative consequences the behavior pattern is sufficient to uh sorry is of sufficient severity to result in a significant impairment in personal, family, social, educational, occupational, and other important areas of functioning. Uh, All right, that's their definition. I'm going to say something shocking and controversial here. As someone who normally, most most of the time when somebody starts yapping about a thing to do with games, I usually roll my eyes because, A, they usually don't know what they're talking about or they're reacting based on... You know, fear tactics. The you know, comic books are going to destroy our kids. Uh, TV is going to destroy our kids. Radio will destroy our kids. Video games will destroy our kids. Like that kind of thinking. I that's usually my initial reaction. However, I actually think there is something to it. It doesn't mean I think it's a drug or that it affects everybody. Not at all. But we are kidding ourselves and actually doing ourselves a disservice as gamers to not at least recognize that gaming, like other vices, or I shouldn't say vices. Other things you could spend your time doing, if that's all you do and it becomes a compulsion for you, is not necessarily a healthy thing. Do we need to define it as such? I don't know. I'm speaking out of my element here because I am no doctor or scientist or PhD of any kind. So I, you know, take take what I say as as a grain of salt. But I do know enough people where they have been so. Um, lost in gaming, have gone so deep so far and pushed off other important things in their life that it's messed them up. They've had divorces as a result of it. I've seen some of them lose their entire careers, lose their homes. I knew a guy that was homeless for a while because he couldn't stop playing. Uh, at the time, I think it was Lord of the Rings Online. And This isn't just an MMO thing, but I, those are the examples I know mostly because those are the people I deal with. But it happens. And I also happen to have a sister who is a professional therapist who deals with this exact uh, condition, if that's the word for it, with some very real people. And her experience is that it is a very real compulsion for some people, like gambling would be for some, like, I don't know, sex is for someone else, like, you know, various kinds of things that are otherwise uh, recreational, healthy stuff, like somebody who drinks socially socially. They know they can go out on a Friday night with their friends, have a couple of drinks, and they're good. They don't even drink for another three months. But then there's those who just can't can't stop.
2: And yeah, so, I think
3: it's come up before on your Therapy Thursdays on the morning stream, and yeah. I don't know if you're still doing the therapy show. Didn't, wasn't there one of the episodes where you went deep on that maybe? I think we did. Mm-hmm. I think we had a whole episode on that. Yeah, yeah, so you've actually brought up the subject a lot with Wendy, mm-hmm. um, and anyone out there listening who's interested in more should listen to that because Scott and Brian's conversations with Wendy are pretty great. Um, but I'm inclined to agree with you, uh, for sure. Don't you feel like it's do? it's not drugs and it's not like gambling sort of deal of like, let me get ahead. I'll get even just with this one last bet, but there's certainly, you know, no one's ever saying, uh, digging ditches. Anyone's ever addicted to like avoiding their life problems and responsibilities because they want to dig ditches unless they have like massive OCD about digging ditches. Right. But there's something to things that give us pleasure as humans. And I think games, uh, especially video games, the lights that go into our eyes and stuff like that, do trigger like pleasure centers in us that are a little stronger than as gamer. gamers. Gamers are used to being defensive because people are just usually being ignoramuses about us being nerds or something like that. But there is something to our brains being rewired because of the pleasure we get from accomplishing goals uh, in games specifically or you know thirsting for that kill sound <laughs>
2: Just like,
3: Oh, i need to hear that sound again yeah um i mean that's definitely a, something to th- it that's yeah. kind of I mean,
0: proven actually so the 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 dopamine centers in your brain are absolutely triggered by such things in the same way that they would be if you're you're a 12 year old kid and you see fireworks for the first time you're going to be stimulated in a way that you haven't been in a long time and it triggers a bunch of like ooh ooh wow i can't believe that i want to see some more some people are scared by it same thing happens with games um but but no you're i didn't mean to interrupt but you're 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 absolutely right like this is something that's fun to do that we like to do but you spending too much time in i don't know i can't think of a game right now John- overwatch i mean remember okay. i played
3: 30 hours straight of overwatch in beta that yeah. was definitely I don't know that I, I have a life impairment. I still feed myself, clothe myself, but it could I could easily imagine that going into a destructive territory, given that I played 30 hours. It's right. stupid. Right. It's a dumb right. thing to do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no. I, and so, John, I'm, uh, what's your uh, take on all this?
1: I mean, I think a lot of people are going to hear this and they're going to immediately make it into something that it isn't. I mean, we have different terms that we assign to things like gambling addiction, alcoholism, sex addiction, Um, you know, a lot of these things that get their own separate term, even if they ultimately fall into the bucket of addiction of some kind. And they do that because there are, you know, subtle differences. There's different ways that that might manifest. There's different signifiers that indicate you know this is what this is how we can identify this for a person and that's all very important to the medical field and that's all very specific and that's typically why you see things like this get put out so there isn't just a blanket addiction that's supposed to cover everything because that can be so many things like you want to define it down and get specific and i think you can do that with a lot of things like what you guys were saying that you know are an escape or give you pleasure or are a hobby like a lot of these things can manifest in that way and so i think this is a very natural thing for this to go to i think there are people we've heard stories of people that just wouldn't stop playing video games to the point where they died in a in an internet cafe or you know at home they just weren't taking care of themselves to the point where they literally died playing video games. Right. And I think a lot of people's knee-jerk reaction when they hear this is, ah, they're coming after us. And they're really not. They're really just trying to say, hey, look, there are people out there that will destroy themselves because of a, because of a medical condition. Um, and I think it's important as we talk about this, as we go forward, to put in the context that the thing we're talking about is a definition of a trait inside people it's not a company coming out there and going we got to take games away from people it could theoretically lead to uh stuff like that but that's not what we're looking at right now right and i think it's important with any of this to remember empathy yeah we're not talking about you probably odds are pretty good you would know if you're suffering from this because you would probably be suffering from this. You'd be at risk of losing your job. You would be in a serious failure state of health. You would be feeling like all I can ever do is game and I can't get away from it. Odds are you'd be feeling it. And for those of us that don't feel that way, that aren't in that boat, I think it's important to understand that we don't know what it feels like. The most people don't understand what it's like to know you shouldn't be doing something, know that it's hurting you, and still have to do it. Yeah. Most of us don't understand that, and it's so important that you say, you know what, I don't feel things the way everybody else does, and it's super important that I at least understand there are other perspectives, and show empathy for those people, because that's not it's not an easy thing to live with and why are we going to judge people for that? I'm glad, I'm really
0: glad you brought that up. I think that's a key component here that if we want to truly be, if we want to have this great hobby and industry and thing that we love so much, we want it to stay healthy and strong and keep growing. We need, we need to approach it maturely and that's a great perspective to approach from. Um, that side of of the issue is an important one. It's maybe the most important, actually. Um, But also, I think the industry and players have a responsibility. If we don't want to get regulated to death by people who don't necessarily have our best interests in mind, we have to be proactive with this. In the 90s, it was video games getting kind of violent, and it was the industry claiming, well, there's no correlation between that and actual violence, but we also understand parents want to have better... Tools to make choices for their kids and so they came up with a self-applied rating system and it happened in various regions around the world and it stopped the flood of governmental regulation of video games not in every territory and there's always outliers but uh, for the most part that worked and it was not only a responsible thing to do but the right thing to do and it did exactly what it was designed to do and does to this day I don't know that there's a thing that's as easy to implement as that was then for what we're talking about today. But we have to think about that. Like, that's what we have to work toward. And some of that means freaking the industry needs to scale back on, you know, what they think uh, free to play means and what loot boxes mean. And like all that other stuff rolls into this um, in a way that uh-huh. it hasn't before. Cause, you know, we we're all playing Mortal Kombat. You were maybe worried Junior was playing it a little too long, but you weren't worried that he was spending too much money on a bunch of loot boxes for skins. But you do now, so it's different no. now. So we just need to be that level of responsible
3: in the context of of now. And the industry is not doing itself any favors with uh, the the frequent articles, at least this year for the most part, starting to air out crunch and the realities of game development, not looking like the most responsible of industries to begin with. So a lot of these things sort of mix together. And you can imagine that, I don't think, if you're at a gaming company, you're thinking about, what about the mental health of our customers? Like, that's probably the last thing I have to imagine anyone at any game company is worrying about when they're issuing their products. And and unfortunately, um, I think when people are spending lots of money, getting used to spending lots of money, I always get heartbroken when I hear stories about people who've overspent on like Hearthstone cards or any cards from any game. And I'm like, they didn't need to do that. And it's like, hands up. That was their choice. It's their money. But like, you know, someone who was weak to that compulsion, blowing their college, uh, their kids college, uh, you know, if they blew 10 grand to be a 10 grand, to be a whale in some game that they could have just put somewhere for someone's college education in the future, like, and you just say, well, that's the guy's fault, but you're making a product that makes it enticing and not just enticing, like, Hey, check out the good deal, but like mind alteringly enticing for you to do that. You feel a weakness Then our communities. And this is me as a Canadian. So the culture may not go, but I assume this of Americans too, for the most part, is that because we live in a community, we're here to look out for each other.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So when smoking inside buildings started to be banned here, I, I don't know how many states you guys have it banned here. Is it all of them now? That's but all of them now. Can't yeah. smoke in buildings. Right. And there was an uproar. Oh yeah. But at the end of the day, it's for the good of everyone's health. You're poisoning other poison yourself all you want, but you're harming other people. And at some level you can find it inconvenient and hate it. But, uh, we are in a community for a reason. And part of that is to help look out for one another or else what's the point of even living in a country together or living as a community together. And I think, I think there are problems with gaming in terms of how much time they ask people to spend. The most depressing story was that guy we've ever done was that guy in wow, who got all the achievements. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, why? Why? Why would you even let somebody <laughs> spend that much time in your game, Blizzard developers? Like, it's incredibly irresponsible, I think. And and so I'm like, I'm all for this. If just, I, I, don't, I don't think anybody in the gaming industry is really considering how they're harming people with the cool stuff they're making. Because, you know, we already have an uphill battle to fight, you know, just being, having the history of being geeks and nerds and nerd you know
0: cultures i'll give i'll give some credit to nintendo here in this particular case even though it may not i don't know if it actually has an effect we don't have data to suggest it does or doesn't so i can't really make a judgment call but nintendo is constantly telling people you've been playing for two hours put your controllers down go outside take a walk like they do that all the time in their games like since the wii and forward maybe even before that i don't know but especially from the wii forward there was a lot of sort of Hey, you've been here for a while. There'd be like a loading screen to say, maybe time to just put the controllers down and go do something and come on back. The game will still be here. Kind of, kind of language. And whether or not that's impactful, again, I don't have the data. I have a feeling it is a little though. At the very least it was enough for kids to go. It's telling me to go do something. Hey, that's a good idea. Junior, get your ass out. Like I'm, I'm sure that some of that worked for some people. For a lot of us, if we're playing, you know, I don't know, playing some Zelda game and I don't want to get out, well, I'm probably not gonna get out. But we're not even we're not even so much talking about adults. A lot of adults play video games, and certainly a lot of adults have perhaps compulsive behavior toward gaming, but we're also, you know, we're kinda worried about the kids. Want them to be raised to be responsible gamers and and some of that means, you know, being smart about their time and not spending it all in a game and doing other things and having a more rounded life and all that. And so I'm all for ways of doing that. What I don't want is a bunch of governments to try to regulate that. I would like it to come from within. If it can't find, but if we can figure out a way to do it without all the bureaucracy and the red tape and the misunderstanding and 75 year olds who don't have never picked up a controller in their lives determining how game legislation could go, um, we don't want that. We want something. We want something better and and like the the uh, what was it, uh, what's the name of the crap the the rating system the, e- the ESRB ESRB thank you yeah i want that kind of action because looking back on that that was a huge move it was huge and it and it altered the trajectory of this business in a very positive way that we're all benefiting from in the most ridiculous golden age of gaming that's ever been and i think we didn't we wouldn't have gotten there not entirely had had that gone a different direction so i just If we can figure out a way to just from the inside out, kind of like tracking in the new Oculus VR Quest (laughs) headset, inside out tracking, have it come from within.
1: Well, I think that's why it's so important that we look at what this is and what this isn't and understand that this is a classification of a form of addiction and understand that this isn't the government saying anybody who plays video games has this sucker right here Mm. that's why it's important to understand what they're defining it as what they view it as and that this is at this stage this is information what we do with that information is what shapes the future if we're responsible with it if we do the right thing then yeah we as parents can make informed decisions for our kids we can make sure that if we see signs of this as a thing that is as a disease, and accept that you know this is a, a disorder that they could have, and we see it manifesting, and we say, you know what, video games aren't for my kid. As much as that might kill me as a gamer to be like, oh, I can't share this hobby with my kid. Yeah. Guess what? That's part of being a responsible <clears throat> adult is finding out what your kids like and not being like. Ah, but I want him to be a little me. He's yeah. got to do all the things that I want to do. You know, if you if you see these manifest, it's important to to understand what your kids strengths and weaknesses are and, and adapt to that. And so this classification, there's going to be so many people going, ah, the government thinks we're all addicted to video games. And it's 100 percent not that they're simply saying it is a thing that exists. And now it's time for us to take that information and use it responsibly. So start with the people listening to this, take that information and use it response. I 100%
3: yeah. agree. Very well and said. because it, because it's defined in there. I think that probably actually opens doorways to study it further. Mm-hmm. And then maybe determine it's less of a thing that we know. Like I assume this is more about scientific pursuits and less about an agenda. You
0: know. I hope so. Um, the world health organization generally doesn't, uh, someone's gonna call me out on this for something I don't know about and that's okay if they do but they're generally not known for having a huge political bent um, it's more about you know trying to figure out where money resources and stuff should be spent on disease and other issues this is certainly an issue so it's definitely worth discussing I will tell you a lesson I learned once before we move on and this was this was an important lesson in this very context and it also had to do with my sister weirdly enough but as as I was having little kids and then my sister was having little kids, I was all about, all right, as soon as they can, they're going to be on a, they're holding this controller. We're playing Mario 64 together. We're like, you know, we're going to go to town and my kids and I are going to have this great gaming family relationship our whole lives. And we, and we have done that. Like that's kind of our family. And my sister, on the other hand, especially with her oldest, was very, very picky about whether he got to play games and when. And at home, he was basically just banned from it. Once in a while, if he was at a friend's house, it's like, all right, you can play for a half an hour, but that's all. Like, really stringent. And I couldn't figure out why, because Wendy's as open-minded as I am about most things, and, you know, we're mature adults and all that. But I never really, it didn't really click to me that he might need something special versus other kids. So one time, I invite him. He's probably, at that time, 10. I invite him over to the house. So that me, him, and Nick can have like father, son, and nephew video game night. We're getting pizza. When this is all over with, we're gonna go watch like The Incredibles or something. Like gonna be just a party on the weekend and the and the all the ladies have gone somewhere. And we we're stoked about this. So, so he comes over to the house. I get the pizza going. We're playing NBA Jam on PlayStation 3. It was that it was that good version of NBA Jam that was kind of modern up. There weren't many, but there was one that was pretty good. Anyway, we're playing this game, and I notice as we're playing, whether he's losing or winning, my nephew is shaking and turning bright red, and he starts making this sound where he'll go, and he doesn't know he's making it. So he would just be going, and then just getting all shaky and hot, like to the point of almost like passing out. Uh, Just sweat pouring down. And and the game's not that intense, but he has a specific kind of sort of visceral reaction to competition, to intense light and sound, like all of that stuff. And it hit me, I go, oh, that's my sister parenting for a unique child and his needs. Uh And that's how it has to be. And because everybody's going to be unique and interesting and different, we don't want broad decisions made for everybody. We need to come up with a way to make it so ultimately parents have the most control and the most decision making. And So the, even though you're going to have outliers who are bad at this, the large portion of people can, can make good, informed, smart decisions. And our kids still going to cheat around the edges? And, ooh, mom says don't get Grand Theft Auto. I wonder why. Let's go get it and see what it's like over at Billy's house where nobody cares. Like, that stuff happens. Right. I get it. But I'm just saying. Overall, we gotta have a we gotta have a plan. I don't know what the plan is, but it can't be everything fits all. You know, n- not everybody wears the same shoe. If that makes any sense?
3: Yeah. Anyway. No, it doesn't make sense. I was subject to the hour, one hour a weekday or week, and one hour on the weekend. Right. Cool. Right. But I didn't have those reactions. It, my parents just didn't trust me they were games. just more
0: stringent didn't trust you exactly
3: they just did, they just thought <laughs> it would rotten my brain <laughs> so yeah it's funny now is they're all playing that kid and it didn't help my cause because on my birthday invited friends over and we stayed up playing like altered beast and final fantasy 3 and stuff like that sure. and we ended up staying up all night my friends went home yeah and i was a monster <laughs> <laughs> I everybody off and they're like you're tired i'm like i'm not beep tired you guys are beep, beep. oh my god i wow. got my ass kicked up i want to
0: see you freaking out like that that would be fun for me for some reason but with all your well, hair- i mean i was
3: a child like you know i think maybe i was like 10 or 11 like that age yeah and i was all like i can handle staying up all night playing video games little did i know my future would involve such things <laughs> but well yeah but, uh, you know children I'm stubborn. We're come from a stubborn line. so. Well, in this same,
0: I should say... All that say, to say,
3: didn't help my cause.
0: And I should say this kid who's now five years older, he's 15 now, going on 16, plays Overwatch, plays Fortnite, plays all the fun stuff his kids his friends are into because he's matured now. He's gotten to a place where he can handle it. And it was because of careful consideration by his mom and his dad, and they worked through it. And it's not that they didn't want him to enjoy himself or have this fun side thing. It's that they didn't want it to become this hot poker of death in his life which whichever way it was going for him it may have just been it just it made him neurotic or for other kids it's they get addicted or for other kids it's whatever but you know they took they took care and that's important and I I had not given her the credit for that I kind of was bummed about it for a long time I've since told her about this because I felt bad about it but you know that's that's also part of this we gotta we gotta get over ourselves a little bit in gaming and realize you
3: shut it down before it became a problem oh sure you-
0: sure i mean i learned that night i went oh yeah this is it <laughs> this is why shit yeah. okay everyone off nba jam pizza and movie I mean,
3: you know not everyone that was a good decision to make not you know i've it wasn't video games but my dad's seen me shake and convulse plenty and said good for him
2: yeah and that's how you get stronger <laughs>
3: He's like, Oh, your son is eating kaka uh, caca off the the field. It's good, it'll make his stomach stronger. Like that's yeah. it's good that you're like <laughs> it's good that who you are and you made a good feel good about yourself. You weren't really out in the field eating horse poo though or anything, right? You no, but like um when they t- when I was learning to shoot a gun and the kick like basically destroyed my shoulder and I yeah. was like ten or something like that, and I started crying and he's like, Hey, stop crying, it'll toughen you up and made me shoot it again. Wow. Yeah. How's your shoulder now? You don't become tough by coddling a crier that's and i don't agree with that that's just i had that in my that was his so when you sometimes when you talk about your children and how you treat them Mm -hmm. i am super freaking jealous that's all i'm just like
0: man you're a good dad yeah but you turned out okay because you saw you know i'm not okay
3: i'm just okay when i'm live on the podcast (laughs) Oh, uh, that's funny. I mean, that's why I'm so on board with this addiction stuff because I do play a lot of games. I've been—I was up till three in the morning uh, Monday and Tuesday night, and up at seven. I'm what not dysfunctional. Were, no, it's definitely you, not a wise choice. And what, what were and, you playing, by the way? Just for context, what were you playing? Path stuff? of
0: Exile. Path of Exile. We're back into that, are we?
3: ARPGs. There, like I said, there are games. I have list. I have games on my list that I do not play because of my inability to self-control. Wow. Literally. Uh, Apex was one of them. Like, I stopped because of that. So oh, I actually... Thing? I have, I have, I have
1: games game. that are that way for me. They're mm-hmm. weird games, too. Mm. You'd be shocked to know what was on those lists.
3: Uh, like, um, uh, those Japanese uh, no, games? No! It's
1: a mobile... <laughs> it's, it's a mobile game. What is it? A mobile Shut game? Up, what? Like, now this mm-hmm. explains it. The truth it. is revealed! See? Yeah, this is intense. Okay. I knew if I said that, I'd have you guys with the hook. Yeah, yeah I... So I uh I occasionally will have uh, bouts of depression. Yeah. It's something that that hits me. Sure. And one of the bad traits that comes out of me when I'm, you know, feeling depressed is that I have a tendency to be uh suddenly money holds no value to me and I will become a big spender attempt mm. to buy your way out of depression, I guess. Yeah. And uh as a result, anything that offers little quick easy microtransactions becomes very dangerous for me if I get in that state because it's a fast way for me to spend money without seeing any consequence. Yeah. And so a while back there was a uh, a Spider-Man endless runner game. Uh, I remember on this game. Mobile, yep. yep. And yep. I was hooked on it and it's one of those really like mobile ass mobile games where they try to get every single penny out of you it's like yeah you got the costume you wanted but it's hot garbage but if you maybe threw a bunch of money our way it might not be such hot garbage anymore and so i i got hit by a big bout of depression when i was playing that game and i spent a ridiculous amount of money in that game uh and actually star wars the old republic is another one i really love that game but their free-to-play model and the way they monetize that for free-to-play is incredibly insidious and easy to throw a bunch of money at in an effort to try to get things you want and so that's another game that i had to put on my can't play list
0: man i I would have never guessed they were mobile games that totally surprises me
3: don't don't play path of exile there's an armor (laughs) cosmetic set that's like 480 dollars (laughs) us oh my gosh
0: dude F that. All right, so uh, I did a little check on that Unlimited, or excuse me, Spider-Man Unlimited Endless Runner mobile game Yeah, that you were playing. It has now, as of March 2019, so just a couple of months ago, has shut down.
1: Oh. Ne- never
0: never going to be a, a monkey in your cage again, man.
1: They killed it. Don't yeah. have to worry about it. Yeah. I already not allowed to download it, yeah. so self <laughs> self control there. But uh, yeah, I I think Brian Ibbit was playing that for a while because I remember he and I talked.
0: About oh, it he was way time, into but, it. Well, he's into yeah. any Marvel thing that ever happens, but but yeah, he was he was super into it. I mean, if you really want to ruin Brian Ibbit's life, here's what you do: you take the Pokemon Go model, but you put Marvel shit in it.
1: Oh, that would get me too. A hundred percent. It's the last yeah. I'd
0: see of you or him. Like you guys would just mm-hmm. be out in the streets.
1: Wait a catching minute. thor and hulk <laughs> yep yeah <laughs> or
0: whatever it is i don't know what you do Throw,
1: throwing balls at at thor ah, i got to get him
0: got to get him He's so wily that thor
1: that thor he's hard to get
0: i do this with um occasionally it's mmos for me but a lot of times it's it's just a simple roguelike and i will lose myself and it will and it's and it's you know what it's funny john cuz that's when i'm having like a bout of just down that's when I dive in there. Now I'm not yeah. it's not so much for microtransactions, but it's for this I need the loop because yeah. the loop is do the thing, do the thing, do the thing, die, do the thing, do the thing, do the thing, do the thing, die. Like there's something comforting in the fact that I'm constantly resurrecting the plan every time I do it. And and it's funny how that it's also kind of around when things are when I'm when I'm grumpy. It's usually, you know what it is? It's right after events. When I'm done with Nerdtacular, when I'm done with Vegas TMS, or when I'm done with BlizzCon, the week after that, that's me. I don't know why. It's not yeah. because it's like, oh, I miss everybody. That
3: isn't it. It's some other existential, like, I just feel like shit after.
0: <laughs> I can't explain it.
3: No, but, I get it. When my grandmother passed away and she was a lovely woman, really nice, just an angel, and I was very close with her, I think I spent – a week or two. I took, no, I took bereavement leave off. I took extra time and, and I just spent most of that time playing WoW. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. It was like Lich King time. And I just wanted to play World of Warcraft and not feel the pain that I was feeling. Yeah. Um, so I get
0: it. Yep. It happens to all of us to di- different degrees. Nothing wrong with acknowledging it and then talking about ways to deal with it. Alright. Let's move back to this big topic here. Oh, do you guys see this date thing? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I saw you tweet it. Yeah, looks interesting. I was actually excited about it until I wasn't, and I'll tell you why.
1: Is it the Mm -hmm. price? Because I think for me, it was the price. It's
0: a combination of price, but another major problem here. Okay, so the unit itself, uh, chat room. I'm looking. I'm showing you now, or I will be. Hold on. Here we go. Okay, it's on screen. Uh, This thing is called the Playdate. It is created by some. It's actually the publishers who published um, Firewatch. The game Firewatch was just weird, uh, especially because the game Firewatch itself, the developers of that game, got hired by Microsoft or Oculus or somebody, I forget, and they don't have anything to do with this, but the publisher does. And it's a little handheld gaming device with a with a D pad and a B and an A button, very game original Game Boy esque. The screen is a big screen, but it's black and white, and it has this crank on the side. And I thought the crank, I assume too much too quickly, but I thought the crank was to charge it. Because <laughs> I love the idea of, hey, not only is this thing kind of have some kind of cool little games on it, and that's kind of fun, but you can also never have to worry about battery life because you just crank it. I love crankable devices that charge your device. I think it's, it's a cool way to do that. It's, a, it's a ecologically sound. It's just a smart way to extend the life of the thing. You don't have to worry about batteries. I just like it. And it turns out that's not what that is. That is just a gameplay mechanic thing. So picture fishing games, picture um, anything you could imagine where you're kind of pulling something up or dropping it down, like different kinds there's of control schemes. There's
3: showcasing a time travel on the site where you can reverse and forward time with the crank.
0: Right. That's, another, that's a, probably a better example than the ones I'm giving. But I guarantee there'll be freaking fishing games in here. I mean, there just will be. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah and and not that i have a problem with that i kind of like fishing games <laughs> except in wow i hate doing it in wow um but i like fishing you know video games in general it's okay as long as they're not too serious you know like i like i would like a mario fishing game is what i would like uh but anyway it seemed really neat on the surface and i thought that's what it did so for me it's a combination of that crank doesn't charge it and it's 149 dollars
1: Oh, I thought of another thing I don't love about it, but it wasn't the... I like the crank. I even like that it... I don't care that it doesn't charge it, but I also, like you, for some reason, assumed it charged it. Yeah. I don't know why I did. Yeah. But...
0: I mean, I in my head, it was like, well, why else would you have a crank? I wasn't thinking gameplay at all.
1: No, I wasn't either. I was like, I don't know. I guess you wind it up and go. Yeah. Uh, but I. the other thing I don't I don't love is I had heard uh that the way they're going to be doing games is that it's it's just going to be kind of like games come in games go out sort of deal i don't love that there's a real ethereal quality to that i guess but that's kind of neat but there's a part of me that's just like well yeah but i want to i want to get a game and keep a game i don't and i'm sure if a game's popular they'll keep it around on there or something but i don't know there's a way they describe and talk about the games that at least at this stage, sounded like...
3: I kind of thought they would just release one new game a week, you'd download it to the device and just and keep it. And you
1: keep it? That could be, and it could be my misunderstanding of it. But it uh, is called Playdate, and it
3: may be centered around a social experience where everyone's experiencing the same phenomenon, at least as an experiment. But I have to imagine once it's over, you'd get the game, right? Yeah, I would hope so. I would so. think
0: so. I mean, the 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 site... By the way, the site is almost as impressive as the idea. <laughs> Like the site's yeah. are really nice, like all this 3D stuff you can spin around and everything. But you know, you're not buying a website; you're buying a dependent potential gaming device. I, I I love the idea of this thin, small thing that's just kind of cool and hipster, and you know, reminiscent of Game Boy. But then, you know, a new idea. But I think I think 149 is too much. I think the sweet spot would have been like 99 or less.
3: It also, yeah. looks like Ikea, like some sort of IKEA furniture. A little bit, yeah.
0: You're not wrong. I
1: kinda love how it looks though. There's something yeah, just so simple about it. Uh-huh. I just I, I don't hear- know I dig, but like you're that with that simplicity, I think, comes an expectation of low cost. I mean, what was the Game Boy Advance SP? i I remember that being like a hundred dollars.
3: Yeah, like, it wasn't that yeah, but bad. It, but it sounds like you're not paying for games. Like with traditional console where you're buying the cartridges, the lost That's leader you know, the games you yeah. are making up for it. In this case, you're actually buying the twelve games and the playdate device. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I mean so I, I'm five probably games like I say each game is five bucks. Yeah. It's fifty dollars, sixty dollars in games, so the device is actually sixty dollars, just paying for it all up front. I would probably
0: do this for a business write off and part of just so we can review it. But as a per, as as a personal choice, I went from this is a no brainer to oh, the crank doesn't charge it and how much money is it? <laughs> I don't know why that was such a big deal to me. It really mattered to me. For some it's a reason.
3: controller innovation, though. But is it? <laughs> Isn't it better that it's yeah, a controller innovation? I mean, it is. Like, why couldn't it be both? I know the survivalist Scott's like, I need this for my bunker. Why, <laughs> why, couldn't it, why couldn't it be both? Why couldn't it have been like, hey,
0: um, you're a little low on battery. Why don't you play this fishing game for the next two hours? You'll charge this whole damn thing up just catching fish. Like, I mean, maybe it's a good idea. The
1: sequel will be called The Crank and Charge. I don't know.
3: Yeah. I mean the Can cr- you get cranks that small that will power something is that even possible? I
0: think so. I have got a, a flashlight that does this or not a flashlight a um uh, it's like a little well it's almost like kind of the same size but like a little stand up uh light uh lantern type thing for camping <laughs> and you crank it and it does it does that it's that small. I mean I don't know how okay. actually I don't know how big this is cuz I don't see it anyone's hand yet. Oh yeah, oh yeah, there's a picture of the hand those... at the bottom. Is there one down
1: shakeable, there? Uh, yeah. Shakeable uh flashlight things. Oh that yeah,
3: things. look at the bottom. There it is holding it. It's it designed to fit like in the palm of your hand pretty much. We got you and I probably have big mitts. John, do you have, I can't remember if you have big
1: mitts. Eh, probably not. I got but big hands.
3: My hands are it'll big. probably fit like in the hand. Yeah. I have and, a big head. You know, big hands. Like it's the kind of thing I can imagine, you know, throwing in a backpack or something and just bring along with you by the How way I do that with any consoles but i like i just think it's adorable i don't <laughs> i kind of like it now
0: when you know people i mean we'll see this thing's coming out when we don't even know we don't have a date yet
1: uh, it Before says the end of the year. early 2020
0: oh early 2020 yeah i'll probably end up i'll probably end up with one but i uh, right now at 149 i'm I, i'm a little more begrudging than i was hoping to be but anyway the thing is the
3: initial plan is 12 games but There's so much more to come. Playdate is alive with of possibilities of prizes, future games, and new ways to make them. We'll have even more to talk about at launch.
0: Yeah. Also, is it going to bug us that it's monochrome? Maybe not. Maybe.
1: I don't know. I feel like when you're signing up for the novelty of that device, the monochrome, you're also kind of signing up for. I'm a little bummed at no backlit screen. I mean, I know we've come a long way since the days of the GBA and stuff like that, where they didn't have a backlight. Yeah. I... I mean, I guess for me, the big thing is this like sings the praises of Game Boy to me. And it immediately makes me think of my SP. And I just I think I want a Game Boy Advance SP again, I think is what. That's what I we're all wanting. Landed as a human being.
0: Yeah. In the end, the SP was one of the greatest devices ever made. Like I'm with you a thousand percent on that. Oh, that's interesting. Like that.
1: that that clamshell one. Like oh, oh yeah, goodness. the clamshell
0: was me. Amaz- I have the NES clamshell one. That looks like an NES, like the stripes Mm -hmm. and colors and stuff. And then the controller space looks like a controller from it's a it's it's one of my favorite things I've ever owned. And I will keep it forever, even though I will probably never play another game on it. But I'd love that damn thing. Yeah. Anyway,
1: that and the uh, the the DS Lite. I remember being like, that was another one where I was like, Oh my gosh, look at this. Yeah. Look at what they did. They took this gray monstrosity of a system and they made it nice. I don't understand.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see again, 99 bucks. You to have me immediately for some reason, that extra 49 is just putting a, putting a poker in my butthole, Hmm. which I didn't mean to really say either. Yeah, sure. Uh, Ooh, Google uh, oh. sh- Google is shutting down the uh, YouTube gaming app on May 30th. If you were loving that thing, you got like a day tomorrow and you're done. No more YouTube gaming app. Boy, they really gave that a real shake, didn't they? Like a hot, hot 15 minutes of seeing if their service would work and then gave up. I think it was DOA.
3: Why, Pretty, why, why, do they, the why did they do them? this stuff? Why do they? Because they're a video company and Twitch was eating their lunch. They're like, well, we can do that. We've got gaming Let's Plays on here. Let's. Let's just be Twitch. But they didn't do anything. Yeah. They, YouTube gaming was yeah. kind of nothing. Like they the... kind
1: of showed up and went, we're, we're Twitch now. And we went, okay. And yeah. they were like, we are. No, the thing it is,
3: YouTube gaming. Like half of Twitch is not that it's video game streaming, but that they embrace the stupidity of the internet. Well, more and I mean that affectionately it's like, still sort of uh, a know, recent
0: thing though, like that wasn't always true, but yes, you're right, That is Kappa, the Kappa
3: right and like uh dongers and whatever else. like mm-hmm. <laughs> they they're all about that cultural capital that YouTube doesn't have in the gaming space yeah
0: yeah i uh i like, it's just it was dumb, and it's dumb now and now it's shutting down well they're shutting the app down uh the site already is sort of deprecated at all, and the th- and the truth of the matter was all they did was brand. A couple of pages with the name YouTube Gaming, but it was just YouTube streaming, which already yeah. existed and still does. So you can yeah, you can set great. OBS OBS up to just like we're doing right now to Twitch. You could just do that to
3: YouTube Gaming or to YouTube rather, and none's the wiser. The problem with again still <clears throat> streaming on it, unless you have like a dedicated way to let the people who watch it know, mm-hmm. or you a really big event, no one will discover you. Right, like plus you're undiscoverable. Plus, you don't
0: have any of the tools that everybody was just starting to embrace on Twitch, like bits and subs and you know all that stuff. They didn't have any of that. It was just, hey, we also stream. What if we put a, a gaming word on here?
3: Would that entice you to come on? I mean, that's basically all they did. Yeah,
0: exactly. And it annoys me
3: so, to no end. I hate and, that. And like the pre-recorded video stuff is already working. It doesn't need help. People make channels. They put their video game content on there. Yeah, they're good.
0: Yeah. and so the some the few people that did it's because they paid them to do it and as soon as they stopped paying them to do it they went back to twitch because yeah. the twitch is where the audience is and as much and as i like the partnership to see, program right exactly that's a big deal um the tools they give you are a big deal the I, I am all for competition in all spaces i think it makes everybody better but it's a stiff it's a stiff place to try to launch something i think mixer is a really cool service but they don't have the audience, so it doesn't matter kind of how good your service is, unless there's a giant reason that you just have to leave Twitch to go somewhere else. I don't know why people would what do about it. What
3: caffeine? How's caffeine doing? Caffeine Never is also
0: anything. cool. Like, it's a cool service. It's very fast. There's a lot of neat features to it. Kanata's um, do doing his thing caffeine? over there.
3: That's Kanata, the dungeon runs the only thing that I've checked out on caffeine. Same. Period.
0: Same. Um, and it's because that, and you know, and I think they're having, I mean, I, I I don't want to speak out of turn because I may be up the creek on this, but I'm pretty sure they're getting more views on YouTube when they post the archive and more listens on an audio podcast for that thing than they are anything they're doing live on Caffeine. I mean, this is Caffeine. Caffeine's buying. They're paying for this. Like this is them. This is their production, and they're doing it to get people to go over to Caffeine. Totally reasonable thing to do. I think it's great. Um, it's just that's a really hard thing to do. Just like it would be for anybody to make a, uh, a streaming or sorry, a, um,
3: a YouTube like service.
0: <laughs> well, if you're going to make a YouTube, if you're going to make a site that
3: competes with YouTube, even it's impossible. Yeah, once mean, you've, the, you know, in the internet, the incumbent is where everyone is. And it's very hard to dethrone them. It's Epic very Game's hard trying to do it to steam. Yep. And YouTube's been trying to do it to Twitch and the gaming space. Uh, Try dethroning Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, it's yeah. really hard. <laughs> like Facebook,
0: it's just so funny because, like, Google's the only company who, uh, maybe sometimes Apple, but Google usually is the only company is like, hey, we have everything that Facebook does. We'll just make Google+. Plus. Everyone will come do that. Nobody did. Now they're shutting it down. Oh, we'll do mm-hmm. Google Buzz. That's like Twitter. That's better than Twitter, though. Let's do Buzz. Nobody came. They shut it down. Like, it's hard to yeah, play with the, but with they, the they thing. You do
3: have the, the, the one thing that is important to Google, which is Googling things. Yeah. Right, so again, try and forklift the incumbent uh, Google out of search engine technology. So that's why I'm always trepidatious when some company that's good at one thing goes into try and do another thing, i.e., Epic Store. Ep- and Epic is great at making their game engine. I don't think they're going to be a game store company. This is a dalliance for them. Yeah, I, I, I agree.
0: Um, someone in the chat was saying, "What about TikTok?" It's not even in the same category, but it's an interesting argument. Like Vine owned short form video. Then Vine shut themselves down because Twitter bought it and they decided they didn't want to do it anymore. That shuts down, and now there's a void. TikTok appears to be the app that has now filled that void for the most part, and they're doing really well. Um, they're more, I guess, apparently now worldwide, it's the most downloaded app of any app ever, including Facebook, which is crazy. Um, but that's the point, is if there's a hole to fill, great, go fill it. But they're, you know, Steam hasn't left a hole yet. <laughs> So it's yeah. it's a taller order for Epic to come in there, and they got to do crazy stuff to try to do it, and they still don't have any of the features they need. Or this, is I disc- mean, when
1: you think about the origins of Gmail, like they launched on April Fool's Day,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, people thought it was fake because of the amount of space they were offering for free right. for a free sign up, and at the at the time, it seemed ridiculous. It was like, what you're giving us? How much space for free? no way. And then people are like, it's not a joke. It's real. You can go get one. And they were kind of new to the party when it came to email. And Mm -hmm. now everybody seems to have a Gmail account because they went so far above and beyond what existed that people just gravitated towards it. But it feels like for a lot of these other efforts that they did, it was just like, well, they'll use our platform for it. Why? Because they have a Gmail account. Well, what, what does that do for them? <laughs> that means they could use our platform. Yeah, That's not going to work. You have to offer something that's uh, above and beyond the service if you're going to unseat whoever's sitting on top. Or you have to go to kind of some underhanded tactics like what Epic's trying with Steam of trying to get all these exclusives and stuff like that. You have to have something to pull people away. You have to go and, well
0: beyond as well. Like Gmail was well beyond what was being offered then. Uh, yes. Chrome is another good example of success for them. Although right now they're being challenged on different fronts, but, but Chrome came along at a time where everybody else was slacking hard on browsers. Like they were all sitting around on older tech, bad ideas, not innovating, just sort of status quo. And they came along and said, well, we have a faster, better, easier, integrated browser idea and we're going to go for it and they killed everybody because it was basically a void and nobody was prepared for it gmail same thing when it came to google plus they had a chance they just needed to do so much more than they did and maybe nobody knows what that is because it's kind of hard to define you know what what why would anybody go there instead of instead of you know where they're all established over at facebook but You know, maybe today it would have been different if they launched that this week. Maybe, you know, people are a little more down on Facebook these days. Maybe that would have gotten more traction. But it's also contributed to this feeling that Google never sticks to anything, which brings me back around to the worries people have about Stadia and whether or not they'll follow through. So I really hope they do. But they have a a history of
3: going,
0: eh, it didn't work. Well, just do something else. Buy newsfeed, buy Buzz, <laughs> buy you know Google Plus, buy everything that we thought was cool and isn't now. Oh,
3: the RSS reader, man, or they used to like that. No, it was great. It was great. Newsreader was, was I great. That service,
0: and they just did it recently with that app called Inbox, which was a way better e- email solution that it was under their own roof that they built out and spent years testing and building and making great on mobile and desktop and then just said, "Man, we're taking it out. We're just going to have these features in Gmail. But they don't really. Like, it's weird. They're so weird about this stuff. I don't know. There's a lot of things I love about Google. I use their services all the time. You know, I mean, even look at their granddaddy product, the thing that started it all. The reason that search engine worked and beat Yahoo and everybody else who existed is they all got lazy and they came in and destroyed them with features and reliability and speed and all that other stuff
3: and user experience. My right. god, it's clean. Google's still clean after all this time. Right. So if they want to do that with Stadia, they have to they're going to have to really show us that they're
0: into it for the long haul or else I'm nervous about it.
3: Nobody wants to visit a tabloid as their launch page for search. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Is, you know MSN and freaking Yahoo's like look like a tabloid. Yeah. Page. It's like, and then you
1: see other people like uh, like Microsoft, "Hey, you guys want to Bing something?" <laughs> What are, what are you bringing to the table? Apparently we'll porn Yeah, porn is the thing. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> okay, Bing. I know what I'll use you for, but until then I'll just Google it. Thanks. Yeah. I
0: really
3: think Bing would catch on. I mean, I mean Bing, it's... it's
0: still there. It's still a, you know, it's, it's yeah, the second...
3: people, you know, in their, in their wettest of dreams in the boardroom, they're like, well, if Google can make Google things, why don't people bing things and binging will be the word. I'm going to bing that. Like, like, I mean, they watch like
1: groundhog day and they were just like, (laughs) people are going to do the groundhog day with it. They're going to search and then they're going to go bing. Just like that guy in the movie. Yeah. No, I mean, the thing with
0: Bing is I think, yes, they did think they could do it. And if anyone could, Microsoft could challenge it, but they, and it's still the second largest search engine. So I mean they did they did jump from zero to second place and stayed there, but you're right. Bing
3: bots, Bing bots. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I can't. I
3: don't use it on principle. It's called Bing, and I hate the sound that it makes. So you don't like the sound of Bing? I don't use it.
2: Oh, I didn't realize
1: it's that. Uh, it's the dumbest uh, last name of a character in Friends. <laughs> you guys, it's, I have something uh, funny to
0: tell you. I just found out what my previous searches are in Bing from some time ago. I've, oh, I haven't really? used Bing in like, it's been years. So this is some yeah. old ass cookie. You, or, haven't bing, you
3: haven't Binged anything in years? Yeah. Guess
0: what I searched for? Something called scrowhawk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is a scrowhawk? Do I even want to know? It's a hawk with a scrotum I, on its head. I got a theory, but I don't. I don't Google it again. It's time. I'm looking or, right I'm now. Sorry, bing it again. Let it's me turn time. off
0: Bing safe search just in case it was something mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't, it just shows me some old guy named Scrowhawk and Schwach clothing line, but not Scrowhawk.
3: <laughs> I don't know what oh, it is. I don't know what I was searching for. <laughs> That's wild. That's funny, dude. All right. That's so good. And anyway. I'll write that down. It'll be an NPC name soon.
0: Uh. All right. Oh, Timothy Oliphant. This is funny. Glad Bo yeah. put this in here. Uh, You guys remember, he's great, like in everything. He's, you know, Justified and uh, Deadwood and all that. Uh, I I even liked him in that Die Hard movie. He was the bad guy in that kind of horrible fifth Die Hard movie.
1: He was in Scream 2. He was one of the killers.
0: That's right. Ooh, spoilers. Jeez, Louisa. Yeah, there
1: you go.
0: Well, he did the Hitman movie because he said he had the bills to pay. So if anyone was out there (laughs) going, Oh, that Hitman movie was so cool with him in it. He does not think it was good. And... He said he just had to pay some bills.
3: No, And I got to read literally what he said, because this is what got me. All right. right, He's like, uh, yeah, Deadwood's canceled. I got to pay for my house. Yeah, yeah, I'll do Die Hard. That's great. And they're like, uh, uh, do you want to do this video game adaptation? He's like, do you listen to what I'm saying? I have to make money. Sign me up for whatever. (laughs) And then it goes on to say that he said, working on those movies gave him a valuable experience, uh, perhaps more than the projects he actually cares about. Referring to Hitman, he says, you find yourself bald in Bulgaria doing some pile of shit <laughs> that will end up a little early and you have to get up a little earlier in the morning and and you work a little harder as a result of never having to do that pile of shit again yeah. basically. Yeah. And that made me laugh so. Hard.
2: <laughs> Just that he <laughs> called it
3: man a pile of shit. <laughs> yeah. Yep.
0: And he didn't go back to do the sequel in 2015 Hitman Agent 47 which was also really bad. Yeah uh that's a great little anecdote chat huh?
1: room says he was in santa clarita diet that show was fantastic yeah. unfortunately canceled yeah that but, got canceled uh i love that show yeah it was, oh, great. It was canceled it was by so uh cancel yeah
0: cancel flicks yeah. canceled it it just wasn't getting the views but uh i like him pretty much universally i'm stoked for this deadwood movie in a day or two when is it this weekend i think it's this weekend or is it
3: what
1: Deadwood's that... coming out this weekend? I think yeah, the movie, the Deadwood movie. Deadwood movie. Yeah, wait,
3: it's it's releasing.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Well, not in theaters, like HBO, like an original film. Yeah, it's soon though. Yeah, like it's this like this weekend, and he's back playing Seth Bullock, and everybody's. Oh my god, I have to watch. That. I know. I'm. Just, i just a little pee came out just now while I'm sitting <laughs> is it here. Ian McShane or yes. is it just Ian Shane? It's me. Yeah, Ian McShane. McShane.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can I, do you have the McShane in stock? Because I, <laughs> I, know it's seasonal, and I, I just was hoping I could get so, it.
3: So him as Al and is like the greatest thing ever put to motion picture, like to film, to moving video. Yeah. No, you're right. And I, I like I love swearing. Yeah. I will. The more swearing in the movie, the higher rated I will give it. Yeah. You put as much of it as you want, and basically, like he's the swear machine. He is, and his
0: name is literally Engine, which is also amazing. They yeah. didn't swear that much. And, and they, they had
3: him doing, like, Shakespeare-level monologues. If, if you haven't seen Deadwood... Oh, it's incredible. like, Shakespeare-level monologues, but it's in the West, and it's full of C-word suckers and, and like, <laughs> just the most, like, gross, like, ideas. Yeah. Like, it's just... It's a, But it's a poetry. It's perfect. It's well, just... It's well, they glorious.
0: were... I mean, there's all these great old stories about how when they started... They were going to use the, uh, the swears of the time, of the era. And, it, and the, the pilot and stuff came back, and some of their test footage came back sounding like Yosemite Sam, and they didn't like it.
2: Oh,
3: well, what was the term? I heard this, like
0: d- yeah.
1: dunderheads?
0: Yeah, dunderheads. Yeah, a bunch of and,
1: dunderheads and stuff like that. Yeah, it was all could... very
0: 1800s, and it just came off as silly and stupid and not nobody could take it seriously. So they said, you know what, just talk like we would now, but really just awful. And that's what they decided to do. Now, here's the thing. I got to find this line. It does not contain a big square. Okay, hold on. It a
2: pity not to recognize what's at stake.
0: All right, that's Sir Seth Bullock.
2: To go ahead and die stupid. Okay. (laughs) Okay,
0: here he goes. No, that's not it. Let me skip ahead. Oh, shit.
1: All right. Well done, Scott. You really avoided all the. I'm right. gonna go I'm fix that. that. I'm gonna fix Although that. Although it it says a
3: lot that the first thing at a random clip is that word. <laughs> I think he says that word the most in all of Deadwood. You're not wrong.
1: That's that's the thing. Is like Deadwood. <laughs> Deadwood is a serious drama, but it skirts the edge of being a comedy yeah. so much. I mean, there's literally scenes where he is talking to Wu with stick figure drawings of people on it going so this sea sucker here shot this sea sucker here that's what you're saying and woo's like yes yeah and it's just, oh it's
0: man amazing. him and woo are so great they were pretty oh, great swedging Swedgin. but listen there's this part where he gets very <laughs> he gets really uh shakespearean here so hold on i just want to find this right, that's, that's a cool song
3: walk with the future
0: okay hold on
2: Purse won't take long for he honors the rigors of his future in
0: nature. Oh, that's listen to that. <laughs> I gotta beep that out too. But. It's
3: like poetry. It's like there's swear. Scott's <laughs> got, got a lot of work. So he's like it won't uh, be
0: long before he the rigors of his. What, how does he say it? Until he until he's true to the rigors of his something f in nature. Like he's just putri- putrid, putrid f in nature. nature. He's just so. He's like it's a just, poet and doesn't know it.
3: He's got a huge <laughs> diction and vocabulary laced with all the swears that make you go like oh (laughs) we stopped saying that a while ago dude that's this weekend man oh my gosh i'm so excited yeah oh it is this weekend that's a reason to be uh excited
0: well here's a reason not to be if you play apex legends you're sad because revenue tumbled 74 percent in two months ouch
3: well these guys you stop giving them your money we know it's a free-to-play game but here's the problem all your skins look the same
2: Mm-hmm. so oh, i'm just saying no it's a
1: hundred percent true like i from the get-go my biggest criticism of apex was man the skins in this game kind of suck they do they're bad and then they added some new ones and i was like well they continue to suck yeah so. they're just
0: tints. they're tints. they're not true skins or at least i mean whatever we're spoiled by you know overwatch killed it and just changed the whole yeah. game for shooters in terms of what players expect to pay for or want and uh and then i would say that you know fortnite just does this better their skins are cooler oh,
3: fortnite's going full um what do they call that uh just product placement oh yeah they got Nike yeah. literally oh and... it's the john wick skin i saw something today michael jordan's now a skin mm-hmm. sure why not like i remember the days in planet side when they partnered with i think massive and they're trying to put ads on some of the Basis. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. To help generate revenue as it go free to play. And there was a revolt. Yeah. And now you're playing Fortnite with product placement in from mainstream garbage. Yeah. Shame on you for giving Epic your money.
1: Well, now I will say this it took Fortnite a while. I remember the early season skins in Fortnite, and it was like, Do you want to be a military dude or a different military dude or maybe a military lady? We got you covered as long as you want to be vaguely military and a person. But they've (laughs) gotten they've gotten a lot better over time and they've gotten to a good place. And my hope is that Apex Legends will do the same. I do respect that in this world where we talk about crunch and developers not killing their employees and all of that. I respect that they seem to be, you know, standing on their laurels to some degree and saying we're we know it's going slow. We'll be there. We'll we'll get you. But we're not going to kill ourselves to do it. I think that's fine. I think that's respectable. But it does mean you're going to see a lot of news stories about, hey, their revenue tumbled by 74 percent in two months. And that's a rough pill to swallow. So my heart goes out to people playing Apex. It's. It's been slow and steady, but I still think that game is great and I think it can be great and I think it'll get there, but you know, they didn't maybe expect the overnight success quite to the level that they hit.
0: I think they thought it'd be a slower burn for sure. And they didn't get the burn they thought they were going to get. Now this. Uh, Games we're playing this week. I am still playing the hell out of Assassin's Creed Origins which apparently has inspired another one of us to get back into it. I don't know, but we'll talk about that in a second. Um, I also have been playing steam world quest hand of Gilgamesh. Yeah, that's right. Oh, nice. I Gilgamesh. see what they did there. Yeah. That's you can see effort. what they did there. I talked about this a little bit last week. I now have a steam version, which I think is still under, um, embargo. So I can't talk about it specifically, but I have it on the switch as well. Um, I can tell you that that thing's great. Um, combination deck builder uh jrpg turn-based uh rpg with the sense of humor and fun writing that this uh, steam world games are known for great art style uh robots having a fantasy quest is just kind of a riot it's funny it's just great i love it and i really like the combat system they what they how they handle these cards oh and by the way very slay the spire it's got story and got like a campaign and everything, so it's a little bit different in that regard. But the game, the actual gameplay and battles and stuff, straight up Slay the Spire style stuff, and it's great. Great, great, great. So coming to Steam, I think, next week or June something. I forget. Uh, but uh, it's, it's super good, and I'm digging it. And I also picked up the Elder Scrolls Online Elsewhere expansion which uh launched early for those who picked it up early and it is great i love elder scrolls online i still say that's my my other mmo and um i love the fantasy of it this is set in like uh what are the not kashik what are they called um the Khajiit? Khaji- the Kajits, Yeah, the, the, the cat people, basically. <laughs> yeah. They are, Khaji. you know, desert dwelling, living out there like nomads. Everyone's got the great accent. Oh, what are you doing in this part of town? Like, well, come here, cat, and I'll tell you. <laughs> so they got the whole cat thing going, which is fine. And then they, these dragon battles are really fun. Uh, they're basically open world events where if you're a near one, you get your butt over there and you fight with a bunch of other folks and take it down kind of raid style. And they're very dynamic fights. The loot is awesome. Um, that's just one aspect of it, but the story of this expansion content's great. I'm playing a necromancer, doing all kinds of undead shit. That's a brand new class in this expansion, mm. and he's really fun. And I continue to just think that game's great. So uh, more ESO in my life. But really, if I'm if I'm putting dollars to minutes, it's mostly Assassin's Creed Origins. I'm gonna or I keep saying Origins, Odyssey. Um, I think I'm going to 100% that game. I don't know how. I don't know if it's possible, but I'm going to try. Uh, John? a lot
1: of game to 100%. And that you know that because you're
0: playing it again. So so what brought you back in?
1: You not <laughs> stopping talking about it. I was like, man, you know what? I could go for some Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It was, uh, It was the game that kind of... I mean, Circumstance ultimately inspired me to get a new computer, but it was one of the first games where I really did like a good hard look at my computer and go you let me down son (laughs) like it it couldn't really handle the ultra wide monitor and still look good so it was always a choice of do i display it on ultra wide or do i let it run better and look better smaller screen on my monitor so it was kind of this game that i really loved but it was also the one that game that makes you aware that your computer's mortality is on the horizon. So you kind of resent it a little bit, too. You're like, you just reminded me my computer's going to die.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, so I was anxious to see how it did on this new machine and got in there. And oh, my God, that game is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is so amazing. Yeah. Uh, there are very few games. I mean, I've played games that probably ultimately technically look better than it the art style, the setting and the look of it comes together in a way that I just will stop and just stare at the environment and just go, "Oh my gosh, this is this is amazing." Yeah. Uh I started completely over, so it's a it's a new adventure even though it did still have my old save. And uh that was good cuz it allowed me to make a different decision with one of the first big choices that you make in that game, uh with what you do to the Wolf of Sparta.
2: Oh, right. Uh, yeah.
1: What did you do to the Wolf of Sparta, Scott? Did um, you kill the Wolf of Sparta or did you allow the Wolf of Sparta to live?
0: Didn't I have the option? Remind me if I had the option to Spartan kick him off the ledge. Did I?
1: No, because if you kill him, it's in a cutscene. But then a guy does fight you up there and you can Spartan kick him off Maybe the that's
0: ledge. what I'm thinking of. But I let him live um, oh. because I'm terrible at being... Cutthroaty. I can't do it in games. I'm just not the type who can do it.
1: Even a game called Assassin's Creed, where you're like, you know, (laughs) an assassin. Uh, No, I'm with you though. That's the decision I made the first playthrough, and it never sat well with me Mm. because when you think about the history, there. I'm trying to speak around spoilers. Yeah, he did a really messed up thing.
2: Yeah, he
1: He was a bad guy, Mm -hmm. and I should not have felt guilty for ending him yeah and so but the first time i did i felt bad for him i was like it was a little only little man and i let him (laughs) i let him live and i kind of thought there would be a moment where i would get to make the choice again Mm -hmm. and they didn't sell me on killing him initially and i was like okay all right let's talk and then they never gave me the choice to end him again and i was like no this guy did a really bad thing he should be punished for this yeah and so this time I got to retcon that and kill him. And I feel super guilty about it. So you know what? It turns mm. out that choice you're going to feel awful about no matter what you do, as it turns out.
0: <laughs> well, I'm really glad to hear you're back in because uh, I'll echo everything you said. It's just beautiful. It's an amazing experience. They have so much stuff that comes together. It always feels great. Cassandra is a giant part of that. Her character yeah. is... mean, um, John and I talked this on Slack a little bit, but there's something about her. She's just so well realized and ties it all together and doesn't make you feel like you're just doing tasks for people it's it's just a meaningful exchange with her and other npcs and they just outdid themselves it's a really really incredible game
1: there's also i think speaking of swearing fluently One of my favorite side quests I got to do last night, which is where you meet the lady sea captain who had her boat stolen. I I love that lady so much. She is so sweary. (laughs) Uh, It's the best. You talk to her and she just starts cursing up a storm about her boat being gone. And you're like, are you having a hard time? And she's like, what the F do you think? F and come over here and ask me if I'm having a hard time.
0: I even have a clip. I I have a clip because she cracked me up so bad. Here's here's a clip of that lady.
1: Do I look like a fisherman? I sail a ship not the
0: boat yeah she's just a pisser dude
1: (laughs) i love it so much
0: yeah it's so funny that you picked her out because i did the same thing and was like i gotta capture her talking she is a cuss bag Bo would love her she just won't stop swearing you guys got
3: me curious about odyssey odyssey's great dude
1: she got invited to be on my ship real quick even though i know that's the end of my social interactions with her i was like you are invited to be on my boat, sweary captain. Lady. Oh, yeah, you're on
0: my boat. And she wasn't even happy about that. She was like, well, I guess I have nothing better to do in this effing place. And to, <laughs> like, she's just going off. She is really great. Yeah. It's just a uh, great so game. Good. It's And it's fun to talk about a series that's this old that could have just gotten so bummed out in its routine. And they just reinvented it in such a way with Origins and even more so with Odyssey. It's just... It's just in a great place. I hope they can keep it up. The fact that they took an extra year to work on whatever's next, which is reportedly a Viking setting, is super exciting to me. It's just great. So good. Uh, I'm
1: gonna miss Cassandra. Something fierce. So that probably just care. means
0: this probably all means less Final Fantasy and less MK11 for you.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm winding down on those a little bit. I will definitely be coming back to Final Fantasy 14. I've enjoyed my time, but it got to the point where my free month was up yeah. and dipping my toes back into Odyssey and knowing that was going to take over my life probably for a little bit. Yeah. I was just like, hey, you know, I'm not I hit a big landmark in that game and it it ended up being a little disappointing to me. So it kind of killed some of the momentum for me. And uh so I know I'll come back and, and MK eleven I still check in on every now and then, but not nearly as much. That'll probably be uh once the DLC characters start popping out. I'll probably go back to that. But
0: all right. Well yeah. Bo has spent uh all his time in what he wrote here is Pat of Sexile. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah, I also wrote in John's that he was playing Kim Kardashian Hollywood. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> I had a I had
0: a what was the, I had a discussion on um uh, a text this morning i think it was with it hold on i gotta find this corrected the best thing it said this is so dumb oh here it is um i said hey uh just me and you tomorrow for recommended holes <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be recommendals which isn't a word but it's still, it was pretty funny, and now we're into the recommended holes, which Brian promptly ball. said Courtney Love would definitely win recommended holes. Anyway, because <laughs> she was in a bank called Hole. Anyway, long, uh-huh, long story it. there. Yep, it. we got you. Um, <laughs> Skiz McKenzie says... What? Skiz McKenzie says AC is done. You're insane. That thing sold so many copies. You're an insane person. It's one of the world's uh, main multi-seller guaranteed giant video games when they put one out i think scuds mckenzie is drunk and should go home he's not
1: well he's that dog that liked to sell budweiser right <laughs> or wait was that spuds mckenzie it was
0: spuds scuds, What's scuds McKenzie? i think scuds mckenzie is his take on spuds mckenzie oh yeah i think that's what so, he's doing he's 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 throwing way back to an old taco bell ad from the 90s there
1: wait ta- he didn't scuds spuds mckenzie didn't sell taco bell did he i've I thought he was like a Budweiser dog.
0: No spuds McKenzie. Oh, wait, no, yeah. you're thinking
1: of the Taco Bell Chihuahua. who didn't, <laughs> I don't think had a name. <laughs> who did not have a name. Spuds McKenzie write. was a Budweiser dog. I, when I was a little kid, I thought he was great. Yeah. And I had a giant, uh, Spuds McKenzie, uh, plush that I could lay on top of. It was so big. It was my favorite thing. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, that was dumb. I, I will say that uh, I'm also thinking of Slurm's McKenzie, which was a uh, Futurama parody about Spud's McKenzie, but it was for their drink Slurm in the in that world. And if you've never seen the Slurm episode of Futurama, you have really, truly missed out on one of the greatest half hours of television ever made.
1: Is it weird that I still think Slurm sounds good?
0: It does. I and have you, seen that. You and freaking... Uh, Fry think it think it tastes so good that even while well, they're, they're say
3: like <laughs> drink a slur drink drink some slurm like yeah.
0: even while well, no you he,
3: realize it's like one letter off from sperm sure but,
0: but what sure, they're but yeah. what they show is like at the end it's coming out of the butt of a giant queen worm
1: yeah but if it's good uh-huh. it's good
0: I know and that's uh-huh. what Fry said because Fry went ooh disgusting and then kept drinking it
1: <laughs> yeah exactly
0: Scuds Mackenzie's insane about about, a, about assassin's creed i'm, I'm uh, flummoxed would
3: well, be fair i've seen i haven't played the game so i have no opinion personally but i have seen some feedback to the effect that not everyone's a fan of the uh mmo loot direction and would just prefer an adventure game
0: well i wouldn't call it mmo at all i'd call it like
3: it's very witcher like but there's the level up and unlocks and you know the rpg loop is present in the game i've seen a lot of praise in that regard but there are people who didn't don't like that about it and i think that's just down to personal taste yeah but to say
0: ac is done it's done no more ac we're out it's done come on that's a silly thing to say that's like saying "Eh, mario's all open world in 3d now it's done no more mario (laughs) done (laughs) done uh, moving on. Hey, Path of Exile. Why? What's going on? What's happening over there? Why are you back in?
3: Go uh ahead. I'm back in. Well, so I played it a long time ago and at the time Act Three was the end, and I was at the last boss, and I just decided to probably move on to go back to play heroes, but since I'm not playing heroes or Hearthstone as yeah. much. Okay. I decided, hey, let me jump back in. It's been um it's been a little bit. Let's see what's going on in here. And oh my god. There's so much more in this game now. So I'm just like, well, let me play through the campaign, see how I like it. And I just keep playing it. Mm -hmm. It's good. And if uh, Blizzard is paying attention with Diablo 4, and I'm not talking about this grim, dark aesthetic that people sort of criticize Diablo 4, but they look at the free-to-play model, the drip feed of content of something new and exciting frequently happening, and the customization options in particular of items and gems uh and instead of i felt i feel really that diablo 3 like is very much doesn't have that science feel to it where like trying to find items and gems and putting that all together to make cool things is really good in path of exile do you like the big uh, tree though the big tree? i love the big tree the big tree is fun um, okay. because you can zoom it out. You can There's a search box. So if I'm looking for specific things, I can search for it. It's not that bad. And um, ultimately, uh, the, the skill tree, it's passives. They're not super impactful to your character. And I feel like there's another conversation happening while we're talking because the chat room is exploding over uh, <laughs> Assassin's Creed still. My new favorite
1: audio. thing. My new favorite thing is just people going, "This thing is done. It's done." Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it's like people done, who I'm like, "No, I'm not." Done. It's like
0: people who yelled, "Wow is dead" back in nineteen or two thousand and eight. Wow's dead. It's a dead game. Dead game. Uninstall G. It's the thing we always say, "GG uninstall." Right, that whole joke. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. So I just timed out that guy for six hundred seconds. Anyway, go ahead.
3: Scott McKenzie's here a lot though let's not be too mean
0: i'm not being mean i didn't ban him i just don't want to listen because he says to me oh uh ubisoft blowing smoke up your butt
3: no okay you get timed out for that uh, ubisoft pays scott by the way this is, you know <laughs> i in, hate in,
0: that in, attitude Ubi- Ubi Bucks. I'm not saying it's a problem that he doesn't like the game. I think that's great. He doesn't need to. I'm guessing he hasn't actually played it, because that's the tone I'm getting from him. But even if he has, if he's played all the way through and has this opinion, he should have that opinion. That's fine. And I should like it. He should hate it. That isn't the problem. Him sitting here telling me that I'm wrong because of it or that I'm somehow in their back pocket pisses me off. So I hit, I hit time out. You've been timed
1: out. We'll never know because you timed him out. And now... We don't know how he'll... If we, no, well, I want to fo- know if he played it. But... Our
3: phone number's still up, isn't it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. That would be hilarious. It would be if great. I would, like, I would take
0: it. I
3: would take a phone call from him. All right. No well, don't call it. Don't call it because I want to talk about Path of Exile. All right. We go yes, ahead. Keep all
1: telling right. us about Path
3: go of Exile. No, we don't, we're just having a thing here. Please, everyone cool off and we'll be it's, friends again soon. Yeah. It's not done. Um, all right. So, yeah. Anyways, Path of Exile's great. Dude, you want to know any more? Uh, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so out of the zone. It's good,
0: Scott. I know um, it's good, the, but does it still play like stiff old like Diablo 2 yeah, moving characters? Yeah,
3: it's it's still it fails where Diablo 3 wins, but it wins where Diablo 3 fails, is the best way oh, I can describe that's... it. For example, Path of Exile doesn't have damage numbers. It really hurts my feelings. Mm. It's good enough for me to keep playing, but no, no floating damage text. I thought you Ouch. could turn that uh, on, no? They don't have it in Path of Exile. I thought they did. And that's weird. Yeah. I like my damage numbers. Yeah. but and the but the like the big criticism is their monster variety yeah. a lot of them are humanoids not really that great i mean you're slaughtering them by the thousands don't love that most of them are humanoids and that's what i was like oh man think of all the cool designs in diablo 3 all the criticism against the monster designs are pretty awesome the guy that has shakes off all the little bugs and you kill all the little bugs and a procs your on death ability like there's some really innovative mechanics and designs, the Death Angels that swirl around. Um, there's some cool stuff in Diablo that is noticeably not here. Um, it has that grim, dark kind of crappy feel. They have worked on the game and massaged it, so the new Axe, they've, they've added on Axe to the game, um, do have updated, you know, you can tell that there's a progression that they're releasing content, and apparently in 2020, there's going to be a mega expansion, so the game's still receiving new content for people to look forward to. Um, so that's a, to me, those are the places that there's shortcomings. But the juice of the game, the ARPG juice, is in full force. Yeah. Um, you can take all the, sp- the abilities are in gems, and you slot the gems into equipment. So basically, all equipment, no matter how rare, are like legendaries. And then what you can do with your gems as you get more and more nodes is... There's spell and attack gems, and then there's support gems that modify the way those gems work. And I just unlocked as as soon as I'm like, I don't know, I'm getting to the end of my tale of this game, I unlock procking gems. Stuff that makes you proc things on hit. Not what they determine. You can take one spell and say, on a critical hit, proc this other spell. So now I've got equipment that like fire like I, I have an ice orb. And when, my, when I channel my ice orb, I have a proccing gem that's like on channeling, cast this other spell. And I'm shooting two spells at a time now, saving up buttons. And I'm like, whoa, I feel like a scientist figuring out how to make all this stuff work. And I'm like, this isn't in Diablo 3. I picked my gem or my rune in my ability and I'm done. Yeah. This is like, what if you could take rune from this one and this one and put it in this one and then make a little. And I'm like, I, I sat in my stash for like two hours last night trying to figure out how to make this work with the equipment that i got and then i'm like i can't wait to get an equipment with five slots in it because it's got the juice it's really good it's a big recommend i'm gonna i'm gonna
0: have to get back in and you know their their claim and like straight up saying the words our 4.0 mega expansion will compete with diablo 4 Is Mm -hmm. a pretty crazy thing to say, not knowing much about Diablo (laughs) (laughs) Four. Yeah,
1: I I think (laughs) knowing that it doesn't exist really at the moment, but that does speak. That
0: does speak to the power of anything with Diablo in it. Like that name means something. So,
2: but what I
3: appreciate about saying that is they realize that they're in a space where their Diablo Four is the big monster in the room, and people will look at that or look at their game, and their game is their players are sold on the notion that this is what the Diablo two spiritual successor is right you know it has its own things to it but it does have that grim dark things look kind of ugly feel mm-hmm. it does it's janky in some ways i find the movement abilities are like way laggy where they aren't in diablo uh, but the juice is there you just walk into a room it's random you clear stuff out things drop the best part about it is that most of the loot that drops it tells you what the nodes are and that's really what you want to know mm. So you don't have to pick anything up. There's no currency in the game. You trade them for scrolls and for for items. So there's no gold money. So you don't feel this compulsion to pick up things and sell it because there's no gold, no repair bills. Right. Uh, If you play on normal mode, there's no death penalty until you're really high level. You lose experience. But that's like mega end game. I haven't hit it. And I'm like level 50. Uh, It does a lot of things right. And it's good. Uh, it's, It's really good. All right. I'll, try, yeah. I'll poke back and, in. And I've put in like a thousand hours in Diablo 3. Like, it's okay to play a different game in the oh, genre and enjoy yeah. it. So, um,
0: I I'm always look forward to them, too. It doesn't even matter who's making it or what it is. I always go, ooh, 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 action RPG. What is this? What is this? I mean, it's my favorite genre. I love it. So and, I, I and the, yeah. the
3: voice acting is pretty spectacular too in it. With the is, little text and it reads. It's very good actually. Did they um did they have uh um what was I gonna say? Is it is,
0: has anything changed much And or is the com- what's the community's take on like since Tencent bought it all? Or is it Tencent? Yeah, Tencent bought them.
3: Tencent bought bought grinding gear? Yeah.
0: So they now it's now a Chinese company again. <laughs> uh well, Tencent's gonna own planet Earth,
3: I take it at some point. <laughs> yeah. Like all these old like um, I didn't. I had no idea they owned it. What's the I'm movie sure. where
0: Taco Bell became the only restaurant?
1: Demolition, Demolition
0: Man. Man. Demolition Man should have shown that the only company in the world would be Tencent, but they just didn't
1: know. Oh. Yeah, they were close. As soon as Tencent buys Taco Bell, really, it's happened. Honestly, I look forward to our Demolition Man future. Yeah, there you go. I, I like that that movie takes time out of its runtime to just let Dennis Leary do a stand up bit.
0: Yeah. I mean, I agree. <laughs> Right
1: you. in the middle of the movie, they're like, hey, you want to just do a bit from your stand up routine? Yeah, sure. Will it make sense? I don't know.
0: <laughs> we had a joke this morning on TMS that uh, Mario, or no, how did it go? Well, anyway, it came down. You know the three shells thing in uh-huh. Demolition Man?
1: Oh, he doesn't know how to use the three shells.
0: The idea was that Mario in Mario Kart gets three shells. He gets the power up for three shells, and that that's how Mario wipes his butt.
1: <laughs> okay. So that's, that's the thing. That's good. So that I see down. the through line there.
0: Yeah. And I agree. with Have you
1: guys ever film sacked Demolition Man? Yes. I've probably never. It's Oh, it's been on on something. Yeah, we did Can it. We, we did that a
0: long time. time. It's been a while. And we just did Fifth Element last weekend. Um, I was
1: shocked you hadn't already done Fifth Element.
0: Everybody had. They figured that when we finally did that movie, it would be end times and the world would end. But sadly, I, I think
1: it's just because I've heard you talk about Fifth Element enough <laughs> that I assumed that you had done it because I knew how you felt about Ruby Rod.
0: Yeah. yeah. You need to you know what you need to do is listen to the latest one ah! and learn why why I actually came away from this viewing liking Ruby Rodmore and finding out that the true jar jar being the fifth element is uh Bruce Willis's It's that woman who talks that yes, way. It's the woman that calls Bruce Willis the mom. Oh, I thought you were a good son,
1: you piece of shit. She yeah.
0: she sucks. Oh I love
1: Ruby Rod. I am going to be hipster and put on my little hipster hat and say I have always loved Ruby.
0: Well, Rod. I will admit to not liking him until, for whatever reason, this last time I actually enjoyed him in it. So I don't know what I don't know what happened there, but he doesn't
3: feel right.
2: I don't feel right. I don't feel right, Kobe.
3: All right. Anyway, <laughs>
2: um,
3: let's it's move because Chris Tucker is actually really funny and endearing, and we just got a little too much of him, and we've had some time, and we realize, hey, yeah. And
0: it's okay Chris now. Tucker
3: was, Chris Tucker's all right. Yeah, Ruby Rod's all right. Ooh. Except for that one
0: scene. It was real dumb. Remember this guy,
2: though?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was the guy in the hallway. <laughs>
1: like with the gun? <laughs> yeah, he's the, Gosh, give, me the gun. Cash, give me the cash, give it the cash.
0: <laughs> like, he's right up there with the paper guy from Waterworld for me.
1: Oh, he's so great. And when he tells him he has to push a button and he, like, starts to have convulsions because he has to push a button on the gun and yeah. he doesn't know what to do. And he's just like, ah, oh, God.
0: he basically ah. turns it off. It's so good. <laughs> it's so great. good. That I movie that, that movie remains great. I loved uh, watching it. It was great. And that's on Netflix right now. All right. Let's get to a quick email. This came to us uh, to our website, frogpants.com slash core. You're encouraged to use it as often as you like, and it reads like this. This is from Marcus. He says, hi, core people. This is Marcus, and I have a question for you about something, or as he wrote, something. You guys are very PC-oriented in your gaming. Do you feel like you have to defend this choice
3: a lot? Keep it coming, Marcus. Well, as a gaming conservative, I (laughs) believe in gaming responsibly. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, the pls sometimes take <laughs> their social justice things too far uh-huh i just want people to know that conservative gamers are gamers too right and we value much of the same thing so we should be able to as they say in death stranding mm-hmm. trailer come together that's right bring your bri- bridge baby and come together let's get this going. i was like are we re- do we really want to say come together like four or five times in this trailer is that the theme of this because I got a dirty mind. Yeah,
0: this you sounds do. I'll like swear
3: engine again. Yeah,
0: here. you want simultaneous uh, physical orgasms is what you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah,
3: I mean, that. that's exactly the first time I heard it, didn't think of it. Then a second time and third time, and I'm like, yep, they know that's what the- that sounds like, right? Here's the thing though. What-
0: I, I, my hot, my hot platform is PC for sure, but I'm using this Oculus Quest a whole lot right now. I got a, uh, what do you call it over there? Nintendo Switch sitting right there. My PS4 is <laughs> oh. right over there. I don't have an Xbox uh, One right now but that's about it. I do a lot of Come tablet together. and phone gaming. I don't I don't feel like I'm limited or I'm not like some superior PC race kind of guy, but I do think it's the best overall platform for all the things I like and that may not be true for everybody. So I don't yeah. feel like I have to defend it. It's just I don't I think I have to
3: defend it, but I think sometimes like Scott is very much like you are A lover of games, yeah. Uh, you, you, you know, you went to the arcade this week. You like arcade games, you like pinball machines. Uh, I know I listened to your conversation with Steven Schleicher, I can't speak anymore, right? About pinball machines and stuff this week on TMS. Like, you were a lover of games and all modes of transportation. I do, I think it comes up just because John and I, well, I basically only own a PC for games. <laughs> like, it's not even that I have anything against it, I just don't own the other stuff. I play on the PC, and it's sated. like for me, so um. I just think probably it comes up a lot because we don't have as much to say about it. And
1: John doesn't like mobile, yeah. but
3: I think right. you own consoles.
1: I don't love mobile, but I have a PS4. I uh, have hmm. owned an Xbox one at one point. Uh, I no longer do. Hmm. I want a, a switch, but I just haven't found a time and a place to justify the cost to get in on it. Probably uh, this year. Talk- they,
0: they do a re release or whatever the rumor is. This might be your year.
1: It could be. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I'm not opposed to it. It's just a lot of money. And I know a lot of people say, oh, it's not that bad. But I think we talked about on the show, those games never really go on sale. So it's like, OK, well, I got my Switch and now there's four or five games that I've waited for to justify purchasing the Switch. And that's a lot of money to suddenly be throwing at games as well. Yeah. So I I I like console gaming. I like I like gaming in general um even for all the shit i throw at mobile i've been playing a ton of hearthstone on my phone mm-hmm. um but i i don't feel like i need to defend pc gaming i just feel like you know it's like you said at the beginning right now load times are really important to me so if a game is coming out odds are i want it on pc but that's not me saying oh it has to be the platform it's just that's where my desire is because. I know that's going to be the best experience that I personally will have. Yeah. But I play what you what you want where you can. That's what I say. Yeah,
0: and where you like. And if you like multiple stuff, great. If you like the one, that's cool too. Uh, I have zero zero judgment for any of it. I like gaming in general. Unabashedly. I, I stop
3: spending on free-to-play games that I actually could buy a console. Yeah. Usually I have my budget for gaming for the month and I'm good and buy any games and then... Path of Exile, there yep. goes twenty bucks buying stash tabs. <laughs> you yep. know, things like
0: that. This is all true. By the way, the chat room wanted to know if anybody, if we had talked about NetEase partnering with Pokemon Company for an official game in China called Pokemon Sleep. Um, <laughs> wait, is this or no? I'm sorry, Pokemon Quest. Pokemon Sleep is a whole separate thing. Yeah, uh, but apparently in China they're they're getting together on some kind of Pokemon business.
1: Um, I'll oh, maybe bed, I'll get I to guess. bed on
3: time to play Pokemon Sleep.
0: <laughs> yeah, if yeah.
1: I can play a game that is Pokemon while I sleep, I'm on board with that.
3: That's right. H- how do you
1: play it? Uh,
0: I don't know. I haven't read up into it. It's something weird. It's some kind of weird
3: Snorlax-based weird shit. It's.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't. Snorlax. The, all I know right, is that it, it
3: aims to turn sleeping into entertainment by having the player's time spent sleeping, and they time they wake up affect the gameplay. Right. And their stuff what? happens at night. Like Is this to help your kids go to sleep? Like it's fun. Like, oh, if we don't go to bed, Snorlax will turn into a big monster. Probably. <laughs> kill you. Probably.
0: So oh, get to oh, bed, geez. you little shit. No, <laughs> 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 well, I don't know. Like I I mean I saw that thing pop up in my news feed and went, "Oh, we're gonna have to look at that, but then I didn't. So I don't know. But it's supposed to help people. Uh, I, I
1: already think sleep is pretty fun, honestly.
0: Like, I love sleep. I, when, I would take that get it.
1: over most things. Yeah, so. when
0: I can get it, I am into it. But it's hard to get it sometimes. Sleep, I mean.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I don't know why, but the actually the I, I've I used to think that the older people got, you know, I'm in my late 40s now, but the, the I used to think the older people got, they would get more sleep time, or they get more tired and therefore sleep longer at night. It's not actually true. In fact, I think the reason they sleep like when the game's on during Thanksgiving dinner or whatever, like all the stereotypes, is because they can't sleep at night. They can only manage to get a few naps in during the day.
1: Yeah, that's true. Because
0: I'm at the worst lately at night. I don't know what my problem is.
1: I fell asleep in my chair for the first time ever. Was that on this show that I talked about that? Or was that <laughs> yes. a different yeah. show? No, I think, yeah, I, here, but, yeah, I think it was here. But Because that's a comfortable chair you got. No, it, this chair is the worst. This chair is held together <laughs> literally by Velcro and a prayer that it will continue to exist it's not good
3: oh keep keep it because one day that chair will break while we're doing a show and it'll be a glorious moment in podcasting history
2: it
1: could i don't know it makes my tailbone hurt when i'm done sitting in it it's It's not good
3: sacrifice we yeah. sacrifice for the great All right,
0: guy. well now Scuds McKenzie is having fun. He's he's back in after his timeout.
3: Eh, he's a good listener. No, he's we, fine. He's fine. But he came back after his timeout
0: and said, Uninstall sleep. GG sleep is dead. He's
3: having a good yeah. time with it now. It's fine. Nah, we're still all still friends. We're all Peace. good.
0: It's just like if I sent my own kid to the corner. I still love you, bud. Still Come love you, but you gotta, You gotta go right to the corner now. for a while. Because you're being bad. Oh. All right. Hey, uh that's the uh, that's the end of that. If you'd like to send us voicemails, that's cool too. 801 471 0462. And that's 801 471 0462. And I think that's gonna do it for this evening's shenanigans. Nice long show tonight. Woo! Yeah, really core long. is dead. Core is dead. Oh, core is dead. GG, uninstall core GG. Uh y'all are great. And uh you're you're all amazing. Uh what else do we have to say? Go to our website, frogpants.com core, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash core show, rather, (laughs) slash core show. (laughs) Uh, You'll want to be doing that. And uh, also, uh, like I said before, follow us on Twitter, corepod, John underscore Jagger, Scott Johnson, and Bo Schwartz. That's going to do it for us, for me, for John, for Bo. We'll see you next time. Bye now. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.
1: Die hard, man.
3: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS.